0: and listeners. Tonight's episode will be brought to you by the Retro Rocket Entertainment Podcast Network.
1: Back in
2: Tunes!
0: Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Stephen Tony from AboveTheAirWaves.com filling in for Michael Cook, talking about our ideal Saturday morning lineup. We
3: are hijacking the episode today, and regardless of how he normally runs it, we're going to run it our way.
0: We're going to be joined by Amy Smith, who's also going to weigh in her opinions on what to watch, what not to watch, and why. Cartoons! And, you know, other things, but mostly cartoons. Cartoons! So, who wants to jump in head first here? I mean, the, so the way Michael explained this premise to us, we, we actually have zero clue how the prior episodes in this series have gone or what rules they follow or you know anything along those lines but this this, this how it was described to us uh let's see michael said it's basically a what if where you were in charge of your own network and you could schedule any kind of animation or Saturday morning shows on your network, what would you schedule and why?
3: All right, you want to do like a one 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 and we'll all just start at the beginning and work our way downwards.
0: How would we how would we start our our series? Yeah, or our, yeah. um, our schedules, I guess. So assuming it's
3: eight o'clock in the morning, we just woke
0: up, it's Saturday
3: and it's our day off.
0: Um For me, I would have to start with Pirates of Dark Waters. All right. And that's because it got canceled. They only ever made 14 episodes. I want to know what happens. I have been waiting decades to know what happens. I'm, like, hoping that maybe Netflix will pick it up and continue making it because it was absolutely amazing. And did I mention I want to know what
4: happened? (laughs) I don't even know what that cartoon is.
0: Oh, oh, Amy. so sad. Oh, they they go out, they
3: collect treasures, and they bring it back to stop the dark water from taking over the world.
0: What's the dark water? Dark water. (laughs) So it was never really explained what actually caused the dark water. No, it's it's literally, it's like... um, I guess you could say that it's kind of like a an oil spill. Yeah, it's like oil, oil spills in the like, water. Like, it's evil embodied in liquid water, but it kills off all of the life. It, you know, it starts seeping into the land and makes the land unlivable. It makes people go evil, you know, all of this sort of stuff. And there's these runes that the lead character has to find. And he uses the magic of those runes together to repel the dark water and eliminate the evil, but they, they stopped it after like 14 episodes or something because it was one of those shows that just kept getting moved into different time slots and different days, and you know, it, it basically it, w- it went the Firefly route where it just got cancelled because nobody knew when the hell it was on so mm-hmm. they could never watch it. I hate that. And, uh, yeah, like they
3: made a game so I mean it was supported enough that people were interested in making a game. Yeah, and there were
0: toys, it. and I mean it was it was an awesome show, but mm-hmm. fourteen episodes is all it lasted. Yep. It was sad. Less than half a year.
2: Aww.
0: What about you, Tony? I like to start my mornings easy. I don't want to have anything too over
3: the top to uh jar me out of my sleepy wakefulness. And I've also been a longtime fan of early morning um international tunes. Um uh, used to have like Robotech, Sailor Moon and you know, what have you. So I want my morning to start that direction and I chose Gigantor. The space Age Robot. <laughs> okay,
0: so you're, you're is this just a you know giant robot type thing for you, or is this that that cartoon in particular?
3: Honestly, uh, I, I I didn't pull the clip from it, but it has one of the best intro songs in the history of intro songs, and like um, I, I would want to wake up to that intro song. It is that wonderful. Uh, I'll see if we can you now, uh, listeners, if you're out there. It's available, I promise you, and it's the most just rockin' intro song to anything to wake up to ever. YouTube it, listen to it. It's, yeah. Um, But uh, it it starts off the day, it's about this kid who's a super genius, Dexter's Lab basically, uh, creates this giant robot called Gigantor, he's a robot in his command, yes, it's part of the song, and (laughs) he's bigger than big you know it's just it's just a giant robot controlled by a kid who who fights crime and you know other giant robots and things i mean it's 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 super fun it's an old one though so it's not a lot it's not something that a lot of people are aware of but uh you know i want my morning to start easy
0: Ooh, now, robots. now amy you went a little you went a little old school with your first choice here you said it was oh Looney Tunes. yeah
4: how could you not have saturday morning cartoons Without Looney Tunes, now I, mean, I can oh, say double negative.
0: <laughs> because of Looney Tunes, the only understanding of opera music that I have <laughs> is a cross-dressing rabbit wearing a Viking helmet.
4: Mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny mm-hmm.
0: and Elmer Fudd, and my my forever hate of my animal friends being unable to play the
3: piano. Like you know, cats don't play pianos. That's uh, that's all Sylvester ever did with uh, Tom or Tom and Jerry. You know, oh. they they, were, they were, they'd wreck that piano. <laughs> And here I am as a grown-ass adult and like, still no piano-playing cat.
0: And that's just, you know, that's that's hardcore classics, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Acme. Yeah. I Anything Acme. Acme.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what about second show, Tony? What would you do? Um, this one, I went that same, like, easing
3: into my morning, but, like, trying to get a little more pumped up. Um, and I chose a pup named Scooby-Doo. Um, I love the music from it I love the humor from it and you know like it's just a very chill like it's now 8.30 my first cartoon's over I'm easing into color because again is was a black and white cartoon I didn't really you know it was an old one but um, but yeah you know just like the the lingo the language the the humor I, I just super enjoy Pop Named Scooby-Doo and I think that'd be a great way to you know get me out of my morning breakfast you know edge until you like i can actually pay attention
4: oh, See, i really always, thought about this i was, I was
0: always like uh a, a bigger fan of scrappy do's sarcasm <laughs> than i was the pup named scooby oh. type stuff especially when you had like the pound puppies and uh scrappy Doo like crossover yeah yeah you know? for my second cartoon though I'm again going to go with a show that was cancelled that I really wish I would have seen more of, and that was Conan the Adventurer. Oh yeah. Particularly his pomegranate eating uh <laughs> his Phoenix, Phoenix <laughs> friend. I although you can buy this on DVD. Yes. So you you can buy the series as it is. Thankfully, uh the Adventures of Conan or Age of Conan uh online game came out and that kinda brought back a little bit of popularity and you gotta see the Jason Momoa Conan yeah. which we now pretend doesn't exist. Yeah. But it caused a DVD re release of Conan the Adventurer, nice. which is which is awesome. And I'm gonna stick it stick with the fantasy. You know, you don't wanna you don't wanna mix up your genres too much right away. You know, you wanna you wanna stick right there yeah. and, and and keep it going. So I'm going from Pirates of Darkwater to Conan the Adventurer and uh, on on Amy's list, she has uh, Batman the Animated Series. Oh,
1: solid choice, solid choice.
0: Now, Mark
4: Hamill is the Joker. Yeah.
0: This, the, yeah, this this Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. Terry Strong, just you know the the introduction of Harley
4: Quinn. The, yeah, you know
2: yeah.
0: that Batman the Animated Series. I,
3: I can just hear Killer Croc talking about rock throwing for for months for the rest of my life. Just.
4: I threw
0: right at him. I, I hit him with a rock.
4: <laughs> yeah. I think
0: this has popped up in prior episodes. Many times.
3: Yes. It's 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 a very key part of my just
0: childhood love. I hit him with a rock. It was a really big rock. A rock. <laughs> it was a big rock. <laughs> <You> well, <know? laughs> yeah. Still, I just you know, and and going from there, keeping up with my fantasy theme. I'm going to go into Thundercats. Ooh. Now, Thundercats was brought back on Cartoon Network for a while. Yes, for Toonami. Yes. Uh, and it did get a little bit of a resurgence in popularity. And I do think they kind of cleaned up some of the episodes a little bit in the animation. Maybe did some color correction. But it's, again, one of those things that I would like to see them just start back up and go. Because they never defeated Mumm-Ra. You know? What, what, what happened? Yeah. These are answers I need to know. (laughs) You know, as a kid, like, it just, it, you
3: kept watching reruns hoping to find new episodes because you didn't quite understand that it was canceled in syndication. Like, you just, you kept hoping, you kept wanting.
0: You're like, why, why, why wasn't there an episode of Thundercats today?
3: Yeah, right. That was it. Or like, why is it an old episode? I want a new episode.
0: Have I seen this episode already? No. Amy went a little adult. Mixing in some cartoons here, because realistically, it's yes. you can pick whatever you want, yeah. right? So, yeah. I mean, no rules. Absolutely. Uh, I don't even think it has to be cartoons, right?
3: Yeah, it's just it's your Saturday morning lineup, I think. Yeah.
0: But Amy went with Archer, and I almost wish that I had rewritten my list to <laughs> <had> some adult <laughs>
4: stuff jealous. here. you
0: Because how could
4: you not love Archer?
0: Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's great, and
4: right? it's a cartoon. Yeah.
0: It technically counts as a cartoon. No, I, I, I kind of
3: wish that I thought more on those lines too, because I I heard Saturday morning cartoons, and like I, I flash back to the nineties. I'm like,
0: oh yeah, what would I wake
3: up to watch? And I didn't think about what I want to watch right yeah, now as yeah. a full grown adult.
0: What did I watch back when six a.m. actually existed in my <laughs> reality? It wasn't when I went to bed, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. So like Archer, I you know I I I support that. If I if I I'm not going to rewrite my list now, yeah, but yeah. if I could i totally support that it might might show up
3: um i went a different route as always um I, i'm sticking to my theme so remember it starts off with easing a gigantor pop name scooby-doo mm-hmm. and uh at this time it is what nine o'clock so eight eight thirty nine o'clock so you know like i just had my breakfast i'm getting my first wind and i went with fun, fun fun education fun education Hysteria, yeah. Hysteria was a very short-lived show that popped up in like the late '90s uh, after like Animaniacs was needed a, f- a slots filled, and it, I, I just I remember having a lot of fun watching it. I remember just it being educational yet silly at the same time, and I just I'd like to have that as my you know like getting out of my morning funk. No 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 Ghost Rider or anything. Honestly, like, like you know I mean it was it was <laughs> up there. Yeah, you know, I, I do love me some Ghost Rider. Like I wanted one of those necklace pins. Like you wouldn't believe.
0: <laughs> I remember people talking about it when I went to school. Did you see
4: Ghost Rider today? <laughs> that is good stuff.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to keep up my trend. Show number four. You know, still working off the fantasy angle. I want to get a little a little out of the, the high fantasy and start working into this is a little bit of the, the science fantasy. You know, introduces some time loops, stuff like that in there. All right. We're going with King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. <laughs> you know, football team gets warped back in time where they become King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table to fight evil. Oh, man. Right? Yeah,
3: that that showed
0: me my list. I'll get to it in a minute here. But, uh,
3: like, if I were to change up my list and have mine, like, as an action field, like, you know, get up and rock your roll, I would open with that with that cartoon. Because, like, that opening song, holy crap.
0: Like, that's just,
3: that was, I remember it's, rocking it's that. Second it's second only
0: to the X-Men yeah. Yeah, theme just, song.
3: Like, it's just like, if you want to get pumped, you know, the X-Men theme song, and then Arthur and the Knights of Justice theme song, like, that'll get you pumped.
0: <laughs> and Amy, once again, keeping up with the, uh, the adult cartoon theme here, you got Family Guy on the list.
4: I didn't have a specific order, though. Like, you Beautifully have set up there.
0: <laughs> I, I, I spend a little more
3: time on how I, how do I, I want my personal day to go.
4: Right. Well, you know, uh, Tony, he just
0: kind of plans these things out. You know, it's uh, he does, and, and I would I'd be
4: I'd, I'd wake show. up on Saturday morning, and be like, what do I feel like right now? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, are you are <laughs> you still wearing the tidy whitey sitting in front of your TV at this point? Or <laughs> no,
3: no. Have i have you, have you gotten uh, dressed? B- boxer briefs.
0: Yeah, got some
4: a... drying milk on your face and from the uh, cereal. What,
3: what kind of cereal did you go with? Yeah. Um, for my morning, uh, f- for this particular morning, I went with Frosted, Frosted Flakes. Frosted
4: Flakes.
0: Oh, plates. classic. Yeah. I, I almost am.
4: forgot they existed. <laughs> I'm a
0: Captain Crunch guy, but there's a balance you got to go with on Captain Crunch. Yes. You eat it too early, and it's gonna tear up your mouth yeah. like you're chewing on razor blades. But if you eat it too late.
4: It leaves You a get film. that
0: film <laughs> that you just can't get rid of. No amount of, like, you could eat scouring pads and it wouldn't get rid of that film. You yeah. see,
3: I'm one of those heathens where I actually like my Frosted Flakes half soggy, so I would have actually started it up at the, the end of Gigantor and started eating at the beginning of Hysteria.
0: I gotcha, oh. I gotcha. And... I'm going to carry on my fantasy theme yeah, at this yeah. point for, for not necessarily fantasy, because this throws in a little bit of the, the new age sci-fi and detectivism and stuff like right. that, but I'm, I'm going to throw in gargoyles. Oh, man, nice. gargoyles. This was another one that I really wish they wouldn't have canceled. Yeah. I was actually super excited because they said they were going to bring it back yeah. for a while. Dude, and they, then They got to
3: some, some really crazy places, like traveling to like, Avalon and what have yeah, you. Like, I, just, was- I wanted to no
0: know more. And then all of a sudden, what was it? Middle of season two, season three, it just stopped. Yeah, it's just gone.
3: And I think it was replaced with Mummies Alive. If you haven't seen Mummies Alive, go watch Mummies Alive. It's Mummies Power Rangers.
0: Yeah, oh my which Gargoyles would have been better? Yeah. should have kept Gargoyles. <laughs> Mummies Alive lasted what, like three, four weeks, if, something if that like even, that. Even, yeah. You know, so so what about you? What's what's pick number five here for you?
3: Okay, so I'm I'm easing four. out of. I'm easing out of hysteria and so so far I've been in very cartoony and at this point like I'm halfway into my half soggy you know Frosted Flakes and I'm like okay I want to I want to <laughs> get into some serious business now
5: They're
3: great <laughs> <laughs> and and so I've decided that uh, Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century um, this one came out much later in the uh, in the 90s and it's Quite literally, Sherlock Holmes got reborn in the 22nd century. He has a, a like, android Watson. And, uh, you know, it's it's half action, half, you know, fungication, if you will. And uh, that actually wraps up the last of my fungication block.
4: Fungication? It's
0: fungication. I
4: love that. That's
0: yeah, right. I yeah. thought it was edutainment. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that just sounds really like that that just fun- sounds unfun. Fungication just sounds fun. Yeah, fun it it's fun- educational is a lot better than it's
4: edutain. In- ed- edutaining Edutaining. <laughs> ed- edutaining.
3: Educational? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, Sherlock Holmes and twenty second century. Um again, another another cartoon with a rockin' intro. Like I'm I'm sorry, like I'm I'm really huge on intro songs. Yeah. Um uh, where does Amy go for her? Next piece. Yeah,
4: where do I go?
0: Oh, she's going with the Simpsons. Oh, <laughs> the classic. We're in what, like season eighty-five? I, the I don't right know. Now?
4: Hey, uh, Homer.
0: <laughs> Is it? Uh, there, there's got to be like at least thirty seasons of the Simpsons <laughs> now, right? Yeah, they're no.
4: still going, still going strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lot of repetition. It's kind of getting like old, but
0: Matt Groening. I mean that guy is just... I would just
4: start it from the beginning yeah. again.
3: What's really weird is that nobody gets old, but people die. It's like rather than getting old, we just kill people yeah, instead. They don't so age. You, can, you can kill people, but you can't age people? Come on, guys.
0: <laughs> Grandpa Simpson has got to be like
4: 112. <laughs> uh, I love that bastard.
0: Mm-hmm. So what's what's your next choice after that, Tony?
3: Um okay, so uh, now since you know we're actually getting away from like really cartoony stuff, um, this is where I bump in king arthur and the knights of justice like last of my bowl of cereal i'm getting actually dressed now and i'm just rocking to just king
0: arthur and the knights of justice it just took you an hour to eat a bowl of frosted flakes <laughs> well i was also fun myself okay yes. I mean, oh, okay. Yes. okay either that or it was like a punch bowl <laughs> it was probably a
4: punch bowl Super i really like my cereal soggy, but that's okay
3: and you know just downing the milk but yeah so now now i'm tweaked out on sugar because i had <laughs> a half bowl of you know frosted flakes and I'm getting dressed and I'm rocking out to,
0: you know, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. So King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, I got to ask you, what was what was it that drew you to King Arthur and the Knights of Justice? Honestly, like the
3: visuals of the opening sequence, just seeing like the sword come out of the chest and the dragons appear and, you know, like them on the horses. That was super cool. And I was a little sad because, uh, like, a lot of their abilities that like, come out of their chests and what have you that they call forth, they don't nearly call as much as they they do on the in the intro scene. Yeah,
1: yeah, I
0: I honestly thought that it was one of those things that it was gonna you know start being used more yeah. in the series, but it got canceled before they could really you know start hashing that out yeah. so much with the characters, which is very disappointing mm-hmm. to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But. Not necessarily as disappointing as, you know, some of the other entries on our list, like (laughs) Pirates of Dark Waters. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've mentioned this. I want to know what happens. Um. Then Amy, uh, continuing on, I see you've got Futurama. Ooh. Another Matt Groening show. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's
3: good. That's good. I should. I should have put that in my list.
0: Louis Look Bert. in my
3: smelloscope. <laughs> Get me my finger longer.
0: <laughs> you know, just the, pretty much everything that comes out of Bender's mouth is gold. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that every cartoon should have an alcoholic robot, but every cartoon <laughs> should have an alcoholic robot. Uh. You know, and and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go semi classic, I think. With this next one, it's not necessarily a classic, but I like to think of it as a Disney Saturday morning staple, and that's going to be Darkwing Duck.
3: Oh, oh, that's you know, like I, I didn't even think about Darkwing Duck. That is, that is gold. Oh.
4: Darkwing Duck. When there's trouble, you call, you call DW. D.W.
0: You know, it it had you had Launchpad mccrash mm-hmm. from the original Ducktales it introduced a couple of newer characters like penny uh darkwing himself you know but you you still had uh you know all of the 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 solid voice acting uh was it jim cummings did darkwing duck you know he also did winnie the pooh and you know that sort of stuff so you know it it was just entertaining every episode was very short i mean i was torn here it could have gone Darkwing Duck or Freakazoid. Oh,
3: Freakazoid.
0: Oh. But <laughs> I I went with Darkwing Duck because, you know, sometimes Freakazoid was just a little out there and it was a little too hard to handle. Yeah. And honestly, as a little kid, you know, I had the uh I had the ADD-style attention span, but not in the good way where it's like You know, you could watch something like Invader Zim and and follow it the whole time because, you know, you just keep flipping through, you know, different attention trails in your head. You know, for me, it was the, I need something that's going to entertain me, but, you know, I'm now i'm now four or five episodes in on my my list and i've got to have something that mixes it up yeah but something that's still not too far off and you know for that it's okay i can handle the anthropomorphic ducks because i just saw some gargoyles <coughs> but i want something that's gonna you know balance me out here i need i need my my solid foundation and for me you know that's it's gonna be some disney that's gonna be some ducks oh, right there oh, dark no. wing duck Oh, no, that's pretty yeah. solid where, where are you going with this, Tony? Um, so
3: when I made this list initially, I had said I would go from King Arthur Knights of Justice to Gargoyles, which, you know, is a classic and in greatness. But um, of course, I'm actually swapping it up a little bit here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to replace that. I'm going to replace it with something that is more suitable for after the Knights of Justice Sugar, sugar High. And I'm going to go with uh, the Mighty Ducks.
6: Oh. Mighty
0: Ducks, the animated series. So you're also rocking the Ducks, I see. Yeah,
3: I'm, 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 it's Ducks, but it's also a, a sports team, which also fits with my Knights of Justice football team. And, uh, you know, like it gets, I want to stay amped, and I want to stay amped in that group setting. And, um, you know, I mean, like, Gargoyles would have been great, which is my original, like, knee-jerk reaction, but, uh, like, the like pseudo-sci-fi fantasy with, uh, you know, all happening in Anaheim, apparently... Um, I think would be a better place for my uh, my my ending of my action block.
0: You know, and, and Amy's mixing it up just a little bit here. Instead of our, our duck theme, yeah. which, you know...
4: I actually never watched totally, that.
0: Totally works for <laughs> us. Amy's going with bears. Ooh. Because she's got tailspin.
3: Oh, damn. Yeah. Nah. You know, I have... I actually oh, gotta say.
4: Oh, we are oh. oh, we are tailspin. Sorry,
0: go. I loved the Tailspin movie. Yes, I remember actually staying up because it wasn't gonna air until nine o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. Like, Really, of all things, really young, and I was like, "Oh, I've gotta watch the Tailspin movie." <laughs> and you know, I was like, stole the one cable box we had in the house so I could watch the Disney Channel in my bedroom. <laughs> Probably got in trouble for it. You know, we had to know what happened to Kid Cowkicker. We couldn't just yeah. let him run. And then you got a whole series after it. I mm-hmm. mean, that was Tailspin was like an ingenious use of an otherwise not so memorable character. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Baloo from from yeah. Jungle Book, and it's like, oh, well, he's yeah. raising this diaper clad Indian yeah. kid, and now he flies planes. Yeah. Oh, King Louie. Now he runs
3: a bar. I
4: liked the the engineer. The
3: oh, oh, they're,
4: um, they're rating. I'm spacing on his name.
0: Oh, what's his name? I oh, don't no. know. I don't know. Viewers, if you're listening uh, it, to
4: this, It was, it was a, a tool. His name was the tool. R-
0: Ratchet?
4: Something like R- that. R- oh, that's going to drive me nuts.
0: Listeners out there, if you know the answer...
4: Please comment.
0: Comment so that we don't have to do the work to look it up. You know, okay. but that's, like, I think it's, it's, it's kind of in the same vein, you know, the, the, the Disney DuckTales, Mighty Ducks, Tailspin. I mean, realistically, I could have chosen any of those classics oh, here, yeah. like the Chippendales Rescue Rangers, oh, yeah. you know, anything like that. It just fits. You know, it, it's, it's a, a solid staple. Of
1: Saturday
0: morning, yeah. So, where do you go from here? Um, so, I had originally
3: set it up to go from gargoyles to transformers and the whole action pack, and you know what have you, pseudo realistic. But uh, since I've swapped gargoyles for mighty ducks, I'm taking it to another level. And this is kind of like my, you know, I'm now dressed. I'm getting ready to get pumped, and uh, I'm I'm wrapping the animated portion of my block. I'm going to non animated in a second here with okay. the Pro Stars. Pro stars, pro stars. I want me some Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, mm-hmm. fighting crime. Mm-hmm. Okay, pro okay. stars. I can and that. again, like a lot of the listeners, you'll listen, you, uh, you'll understand. A lot of this is really like if you hear the the theme song alone, it's all it's all you need to just know what you're in for.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think at this point, I'm going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to go into an underrated cartoon series. That had nothing to do with the source material it was based on. I'm going to go with real Ghostbusters.
3: Oh my god, I forgot about real Ghostbusters oh man and then like the new real ghostbusters after that
0: oh so where good. slimers just hanging out with the ghostbusters like hey guys yeah, yeah. what's up we're friends hey. i
4: forgot about that i was disappointed with that cartoon.
0: Oh, i love that cartoon it, it was one of those cartoons that if you only watched like one episode of it it mm-hmm. seemed yeah. like a giant steaming pile of poo so yeah but if you stuck it out like,
4: it is it because you have to watch and follow the story and know what the fuck is going on, or what? No,
3: it was very episodical, but uh, the characters grew on you.
4: Yeah, it was. It,
0: it's really one of those things where it's it's off putting until the characters grow on you and you get attached to them, and then you're kind of like, oh, yeah, I actually, really like this. Yeah. Like you find yourself looking forward to it after yeah. a while.
3: Like uh, like imagine watching Honey I Blew Up the Kids without watching Honey I Shrunk the Kids. You know, it's like Honey I Blew Up the Kids is just a really weird quirky movie I and it he,
4: would work i think if you hadn't known
3: but like like imagine how much more you enjoy it knowing the core characters and honey i shrunk the kids though i mean that's kind of what happened with ghostbusters you have to just pile on information before you can really enjoy it to its full extent mm.
0: but you also have to keep a healthy distance between the movie and the cartoon series <laughs> oh yeah because if you try <laughs> and attach it too much to the movie you're just going to disappoint yourself uh, yeah maybe that's what it was yeah
3: yeah it definitely has uh separations no.
0: Now, Amy has another one on our list here that I fully support (laughs) because it's actually like 30 cartoons in one. Mm. It's the Animaniacs.
3: Oh, yes. Oh, that's like ADD Dream
0: right there. It's like 20 shorts. You get, God, everything. You've got the Animaniacs. You've got Slappy the Squirrel. You've got Pinky and the
4: Brain. Pinky
0: and the Brain. uh, Something um, in Rita. The... (laughs) What was it the good feathers?
3: The good feathers. Oh, uh, I love
4: the good feathers. We got the,
3: the little girl. Was name? Mindy, Mandy. No,
0: why? But why? Mindy and buttons. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah buttons. That um, one I didn't like. So just much. so many of them, and, and the then, like,
4: mime, oh, and the, all their little games. Wheel of morality. Game shows. <laughs> Wheel of morality.
0: I remember an entire episode that was. Uh, uh, they animated a Rube Goldberg device to drop a mannequin onto a whoopee cushion so that Wacko could laugh. Yes. (laughs) And that That was was the the whole (laughs) episode. episode.
4: It was beautiful. It
0: was, like, ridiculous stuff like that was, was awesome. But they also, you know, again... It was a fun Yeah, Is that what we went with? F- fun-ducation. fun, fun- uh-huh. where, you know, they, they taught you, uh, you know, I know all, the, all 50 states it's in, in alphabetical order because they <laughs> yeah. taught me a song. And yep. the capitals yeah. and the periodic table of elements. I, yeah. I, mean, I know random countries in the world. because Yeah, like all of that stuff. Again, taught because of that. But, you know, at, at this point in my list... Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I kind of have to agree with Amy here. Yeah. I mean, I, Mm. so the last couple of things on my list could really go in any order. Um, my, my, my final three is Animaniacs, Beetlejuice, and Tailspin. Oh. I don't really care what order those are in because I, I hold, it's literally a three-way tie right there. Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice primarily because of the intro, because yeah. it's the only time apart from The Simpsons where Danny Elfman has conducted the theme song to a, a an, an animated show. Yeah. And the theme song is phenomenal. Yeah, if you've not is. heard it, go YouTube it right now. I'll wait. <laughs> pause, pause the show. Okay. Now that you've listened to it. You have to agree. Amazing theme song, right?
3: Actually, actually, do me a favor. Backtrack throughout this entire episode of uh, our Saturday morning lineup and just listen to all the theme songs that we've talked about and then come back to us because it's going to help you out a lot to understand things What's going on. We'll wait.
0: <laughs> okay, and go. <laughs> and then we already talked about Tailspin and yeah. why I like that. Yeah. Uh, Beetlejuice, I, I loved because it had almost nothing to do with the cartoon whatsoever. Beetlejuice was a good guy. It
3: was a whole different thing, yeah. It was an entire different can of worms. It was like Ghostbusters. It was like, this this is the movie, this is the cartoon. Not related.
0: It was like they took the two popular characters, you've got Winona Riders Lydia, yeah, and then, you know, Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice, and they went, let's make a cartoon where we design the characters after them, we name it after the movie, but it has nothing to do with the movie whatsoever. You want to know what happened? I can
3: tell you what happened. They were going to make a Drop Dead Fred cartoon and said, no one's going to watch that. Well, let's use the same thing but replace it with Beetlejuice.
0: Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Right? Right? It's a better theme song. (laughs) (laughs) And Amy, you've got DuckTales on your list. I think that actually rounds out your list is is DuckTales. Is that purely purely nostalgia for you or is there particular reasons
4: i actually like duck tales it's not only fun and and silly for kids but there's a lot of adult material and um, themes and lessons to learn in it as well so it's really interesting how they do that with a cartoon Mm -hmm.
0: i love the um, the episode where it teaches kids why just printing money is bad. Yes, the inflation one. Really uh, good. Teaching inflation Mm -hmm. by having them they they get the ray gun that allows them to duplicate coins Mm -hmm. and then it ends up causing the coins to duplicate every time a bell rings and it causes runaway inflation and then nobody wants to accept the money
4: in exchange for goods anymore. There's just piles of money in the street and people don't care anymore so it costs millions of dollars for one loaf of bread. (laughs)
0: Fun education. <laughs> so, what about what about you, Tony?
3: Okay, so uh, since you wrapped up your third and uh, Amy wrapped up hers, so I here's here's the order of mine. So I've I've gone out of cartoons now into live action with you know some in betweeners. Of course. Um, uh, now that we've gone from what would have been Transformers to now being uh, Pro Stars, mm-hmm. uh, I follow that up with one of my favorite little scene. Uh, TV series, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. And what it is, is it's basically, I don't know if anybody here has ever seen Ultraman or anybody's ever seen uh, your generic Power Ranger setup, but uh, Ultraman is basically a single character tier person that you know grows large and fights giant monsters. Well, in this situation, Matthew Lawrence, joined with his two other buddies who are all in a band together, somehow find this power core that they strike and it sends them into the cyber world where they fight a cyber villain um, Tim Curry is apparently in this as a villain for some reason And we don't know why
0: <laughs> I've been playing guitar for a while And I have never come across a chord That sends me into the cyber world you Just watch Superhuman Samurai Squad I mean, like, I'll tell you, it's, it's kind of like a boong. <laughs> Apparently Bwong Sends you into the cyber world
3: But, uh, but yeah, so you know, it turns him into This uh, cyber, you know, Ultraman Equivalent, and they fight And then there's like power-ups, and it's really cool um, I'd follow that up afterwards with, uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. So this is going to take some explanation. Uh, yeah. three innocuous teenagers go into this haunted mansion and they accidentally play three notes that releases Flabber, a ghost who grants them a wish. And Flabber? Flabber, he's a, he's an Elvis clown ghost. It's really weird. <laughs> they, they grant them a wish. And that wish was that they wanted to be the Beetleborgs, which were these comic book characters, which were basically Power Rangers but you know Beetle okay. but Flabber grants them their wish Ooh. and in granting them another wish they also grant the essence of what the comic was which is heroes fighting villains And so the villains come out and these kids have to fight the villains and you know mayhem ensues and you know they they get stronger and villains get stronger lots of fun um, <laughs> <laughs> and then to roll out to the finish and I actually had this on here because this is my top ten so remember Gigantor Pup Doo, Hysteria Sherlock Holmes King Arthur, um, uh, Mighty Ducks, uh, Pro Stars, Cyber Squad, Beetleborgs, and to wrap it all up, I said, it's time to be an adult now, Rick and Morty. And uh, (laughs) Rick and Morty is definitely one of those ones where it's gained a lot of popularity recently, but it wasn't really a a huge market that I'm aware of. And it's really interesting because it's kind of it's kind of like imagine like a Futurama where it's very, very straightforward and fast jokes, but uh, there's a lot of really like hidden deep things going on, and that kind of just reels me back into like okay,
0: it's adult time, no more, no
3: more Saturday cartoon weekend left.
0: Now I want to throw out some honorable mentions here because honestly, picking out even ten shows is very, very difficult. Oh, oh yeah, because there's just there's so many other great shows. But <laughs> some honorable mentions: Bobby's World. Mm-hmm. Great show, check it out. Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Oh, Chippendales, definitely, hands down, no questions asked. Yes. Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Uh, let's see, VR Troopers.
3: Oh man, no one ever talks about VR Troopers.
0: Uh, Power Rangers, but specifically That's up to the White Ranger. No, Is there a
4: cartoon? A cartoon. It's not
0: a cartoon, but it's part of like the That's weekend. Like episode. Oh well,
4: that opens up thing. a whole other door though. If you
0: uh, <laughs> The Dragon Ball original series, oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And
4: uh, do you ever mention Transformers? Did we say
3: that? I, I mentioned it, but I took it off my list to be replaced with Pro Stars.
4: Oh, but, okay, but Transformers, 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 Beast Wars. I enjoyed Transformers and
0: and the GI Joe cartoon. Oh, oh yeah, um, Jackie Chan Adventures. Knowing is half the battle, and the other half is red and blue lasers.
4: The, those are the parts that I actually enjoyed about GI Joe's. Was the little thing that was it the beginning or the end? As the end. The end? The Where PSA
0: had... at the end. Yeah. Every single one of them. It's like Captain Planet. Yeah. You know, talk about propaganda in animated form. <laughs> um, yeah. That one cartoon special that had, like, the turtles and,
3: um, like, Captain Planet and everybody, like, all together, and it was a big giant just PSA on Don't Do
0: Drugs, Kids. Like, that yeah. one episode. <laughs> Speaking of which, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, yes. That was also a good cartoon. Love, but not forgotten. And, uh...
3: Double Dragons
0: oh god
3: double dragons um, any superhero movie Fantastic Four uh, not movie but cartoon The Fantastic X-Men, Four,
4: cartoon. X-Men cartoon I really enjoyed the X-Men
3: cartoon you know, I mean like y'all have a special place but like when I put my list together I really had it thematically created right.
0: we, we had to exclude a lot of things purely because Sorry. if we went if we went with the norm on a lot of things you know just the stuff that was really popular it wouldn't be an interesting lineup yeah you know, Sorry. so so these were meant to be interesting lineups. Mine wasn't.
4: Very Plus, it's interesting.
0: it's our TV network of theoretical it's, design, not yours. It's it's our six hour down here, up
3: there, up there is your six hours.
2: Yes.
4: Yeah, I can have my Archer and my Family Guy. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I think that uh, you know, I mean, I could throw in some other stuff like I, I could, I could roll for you an actual saturday morning because there was like three or four cartoons and then facts of life came on (laughs) and family matters and reruns of full house and you know all of that sort of stuff but you know that's that's not what we're about here (laughs) no you know so just to recap my list was pirates of dark waters conan the adventurer thundercats king arthur and the knights of justice gargoyles Darkwing Duck The Real Ghostbusters Animaniacs Beetlejuice and Tailspin Amy's list was Looney Tunes Batman the Animated Series Archer Family Guy The Simpsons Futurama Tailspin Animaniacs and DuckTales and Tony
3: and my list was Gigantor the Space Ace Robot Pup Name Scooby-Doo Hysteria Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd Century King Arthur and the Knights of Justice uh... Followed by uh, Mighty Ducks, Pro Stars, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, Big Bad
0: Beetleborgs, and Rick and Morty. So there you have it, folks. You've got some YouTubing to do. <laughs> we'll wait.
4: <laughs> no, just send him home with homework. All right, okay, okay. Yeah, all
0: right. So uh, we urge you to go check them out. Maybe you'll uh, like what you see and. We can try and get an online petition going to bring Pirates of Dark Waters back or yeah. something. Yeah.
4: And let us know what that character's name is in Tailspin, the engineer. Gadget? No.
3: no. You're, you're thinking Gadget Hack Wrench. It's, it's, that's uh, from
0: Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Oh, it's going to bother me now.
4: But yes. Let Either us know, way. please.
0: We want to thank Michael for asking us to uh, guest host this episode of Back in Tunes. And. Uh, you know, check out our other podcasts at AboveTheAirWaves.com and, you know, tell us what you think. Comment. Let us know what that character is named before we all go insane. <laughs> and YouTube yourself some cartoons.
3: Time for the ending song. Oh, we all.
0: Tailspin.
3: Tailspin. Oh, we all. Tailspin.
7: Tailspin. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ho,
0: Attention listeners, tonight's episode will be brought to you by the Retro Rocket Entertainment Podcast Network.
1: Back
2: in Tunes!
0: Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, to the Above the Airwaves podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cocaine, and with me as always is Tony Tran. Me! Joining us today for an episode of Back in Tunes, we have Damien... Zeta Contreras. Hi. And my brother, Jesse Cocaine. That hey, hey, so hey.
7: weak for me. <laughs>
5: Hi, guys. Hi, my man.
0: Today, we're going to be filling in for Michael Cook, where we talk about uh, our favorite Saturday morning cartoon lineups. Well,
5: our
3: favorite Saturday morning lineups. They don't have to necessarily be cartoons.
0: Okay, yes, yeah, sorry. Our favorite uh, Saturday morning programming. There we go. Like, if we took over a network forcefully... <laughs> <coughs> you know like
3: four dudes in a band we can call ourselves the lone
0: rangers (laughs) how do you pluralize the lone rangers anyway hot sauce filled with guns anyways take over the network so we forcefully take over a network and then we decide that we're going to use that newfound resource to play a saturday morning lineup what would we choose
3: it's, it's hard, because, I mean, assuming that we're running the 8 to 11 or 6 to 11, that ranges us at, uh, you know, 10 to 8 cartoons, and, you know, maybe some of them are hour-long or whatnot, so it's it's not easy, and there's ton to choose from. This is our second time doing it for uh, Michael, so we're glad to do it. Um, and, uh, as always, we're going to let our guests start up. So, uh, Damien, what would your first cartoon be in the morning?
0: well let's see so okay. bear sure. in mind they don't have to be in any particular order
3: I'm just a stickler
0: but <clears throat> you know feel free to uh, to give us a, a, a designated order if you were to so fantasize yourself sitting down eating frosted flakes and watching these
5: <laughs> so my list this is my list not in, not in any particular order okay just give it a list <clears throat> Invader Zim, mm-hmm. Angry Beavers, Rocco's Modern Life, Good Doug, chance. Rocket Power, Dragon Ball Z, or all of Dragon Ball doesn't matter. Ren and Stimpy, Animaniacs, Dexter's Laboratory, and I'm kind of on the men between Cow and Chicken and the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. So they both uh, kind of have a similar, you know,
0: kind of out there feel. Yeah.
3: So tell us a little bit about your list and why you chose what you chose.
0: <clears throat> yeah, maybe uh, maybe give us the uh, the whys on on each show. What is it that made you pick those particular shows? Burritos for
5: Invader Zim, obviously. Uh, no, I just like I, I like the characters and I like the voice actor because um, he also plays uh, uh, the same character in Angry Beavers. Mm. You know, same voice actor from Invader Zim. And um, I I don't know. I just grew up watching those, and I was like, I've always been a big fan. And I have the whole like series collection of Angry Beavers on DVD. (laughs) So just to even find the Invader Zim one is like ninety bucks, and I got my Angry Beavers one for like ten bucks on Black Friday. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, But Rocco's Modern Life also a classic for me uh, i just also grew up on nickelodeon watching that and uh it's just he's not a kangaroo you know he's a wallaby <laughs> he's a wallaby
0: <laughs> with an was, awesome dog i was disappointed when i i learned that <clears throat> Rocco's modern life um the australian accent that he has is not at all remotely accurate <laughs> no nope. i didn't care i'm a kid Uh, All I I knew about Australians was that Crocodile Dundee existed, um, Yahoo! Sirius was supposedly funny, and they had talking wallabies. (laughs) That
5: was it. Well, so, um, on Rocco's Modern Life, my favorite, most memorable episode was the one where he bought the uh, food processor. And then,
0: I vaguely remember that episode.
5: <laughs> so he buys a food processor, and then it, he starts like making juice and stuff with it. And then it kind of just goes like rogue on him. And then he tries to get rid of it because he doesn't want it anymore. And then he somehow ends up in the desert because <laughs> he wants <laughs> to get rid of it. And then his car breaks down, and he's just trekking through the desert. <laughs> he he, uh, he finally collapses because he's thirsty. And then he sees this building, thinks it's a mirage. And you you see his food processor juice thing just walking up with arms and legs now. <laughs> goes up to the cactus and then just, like, makes the cactus juice with itself and gives it to Rocco. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, I forgive you. Here's your water. You didn't have to, like, send me back whatever. It was just... It's just very memorable for me. I don't know why.
0: It's just I've probably
5: seen it multiple times.
0: <laughs> well, plus it teaches that age old children's lesson: lesson of don't judge a food processor by its cover. <laughs>
5: yeah, and um, Doug, I just grew up with that one too. I mean, it's this
0: cartoon version of this kid just going Doug through I fully school. Support. Mm, yeah, I, I'm, I'm behind you with Doug. If if you grew up in that generation, you didn't have a crush on Patty mayonnaise. <laughs> Wrong the with song,
5: that. Oh, Patty Manny, in <laughs> Which I okay. know we
8: were uh, talking about him earlier, Billy West, and I just remembered, aside from Ren and Stimpy, that's also on your list, he played the high school bully in Roger. Doug. Oh, Roger. Roger yes. Yeah. Billy West. Yes. Otherwise known as <laughs> Macklemore. Yes. And then,
5: um, in my teen, my early teen years. Maybe that's why I don't like Macklemore. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> my early teen years, uh, Rocket Power. Because, you know, I was all into the skateboarding, surfing, and I just did all that stuff. And it was just a fun cartoon to watch. And then my cousin had the video game. I'd play the video game, too, at his house. So, I mean, just them just doing these obnoxious, like, adventures while playing, like, extreme sports. And then just giving each other nicknames. Just go
4: woogity, woogity, woog
5: <laughs> with their handshake. I'm just like, yes! I love it. I'll, and I'll uh, that one. <laughs> And uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, just the whole thing. Um, yeah, that's all I what's, have to say about that. Saga? It's just Dragon Ball Z. Uh-huh. What's, what's your favorite, your favorite Dragon saga? Ball saga? Uh, Cell, Cell Saga.
0: Mm, mm. A lot of people go straight towards Cell. How about you, Steve? Hmm. I'm gonna go. Imagine Boo yeah. World Tournament. Jesse. I actually like the Saiyan saga, the very first one in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I, I would, I would either say that, or I would say the the um, Android yeah. saga.
3: I actually enjoy, and this is like a recurring theme for me. I, I enjoy the in betweener day in the life uh, episodes, like the just before and just after. So, like uh, the Great Saiyan before Majin Buu starts. Mm-hmm. where, like, he's just doing, like, the street oh, I stuff. I include and, the
0: Great Saiyan man as part of the World Tournament Majin it, Buu Saga. That's, like, one, one of the things that makes me love it so yeah, much. Yeah,
3: you know, where it's just, like, him just, you know, like, oh, I, I, I gotta do something, and, kay. like, you know, before, like, the tournament, they're punching the punching bag and just, like, knocking it out of the sky.
5: Well, uh, answer me this, Mr. Tony. Yes. Who is your favorite Dragon Ball character? Mm. <sighs> gotta pick one.
3: Gotta pick one? Um... Future Trunks before the Super Saga the, the most current Dragon Ball Super Series I, Super Trunk was the dopest dude Tien Ooh, Tien okay, yeah.
0: Tien it's toss up between uh, a three way tie Tien, Chatsu <clears throat> and Yamcha mm. just because they were all completely underplayed but they continued to stick it out and go through the world tournaments yeah. and stuff like yeah. that they're
5: they homies yeah, they... what about you
0: Jesse?
8: I'm thinking with Tony on the uh, Future Trunks thing huh
5: what about you? <clears throat> Krillin. Oh, I love Krillin.
8: me some Krillin. Krillin.
5: But, but Dragon Ball Z Krillin. Do you do you Vault, Vault Krillin or the one before Frieza? The one just before Frieza. So
3: so, nice Krillin. Not Dick Krillin no, no, from Dragon no, no. Ball. So d- no, no. Destructo
5: Disc no. Krillin. Yes, Destructo smartass Krillin. Yeah.
3: Before, before he started realizing that it was kind of hard for him to catch up to everybody. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Because he was a smartass, but he kept working hard. Yeah. It was before he uh, he 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 got humbled by getting killed a half dozen times. <laughs> you know, um, apparently spending that much time in the afterlife is yeah. uh, gonna humble a guy.
5: And then and then uh, Renan Stippy, it's just it was funny. It was a cartoon. A bunch of random stuff was always going on, but it was more of an adult cartoon. And as a kid, you don't get it. It's just all cartoons. It's funny, flashy <laughs> stuff. But a lot of the stuff I I, I remember. Thoroughly is a lot of the the artwork that went into it when it went into the close up shots. They were extremely detailed, yeah, oh yeah. or like extremely detailedly disgusting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Plus, you got wonderful songs like "Would roll downstairs and over chairs and over the neighbor's dog. Log. It's on your rack. It's great happy, for happy, a snack. Joy, joy. It's Log,
5: log, log. It's log. It's uh, log. What about? was it powdered toast man
3: powdered toast man with vitamin F <laughs>
5: <laughs> grab onto my buttocks <clears throat> and then uh, Animaniacs because it's Animaniacs I mean come on Steven Spielberg yeah. actually did something pretty cool for the kids and came up with this cool like show and paid a lot of money to make sure it get done And uh, and I'm talking about all the maniacs not just you know uh, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. Yakko, Wacko, uh, and Dot. And so it's, that includes um, uh, Pinky and the Brain and and uh, the baby girl and the dog and <clears throat> the auntie squirrel. I forgot her name. Snappiest Slappy Squirrel.
3: Swir- <laughs> Funny story, um, Pinky and the Brain, the storyboard artist for that, Keith Tucker, uh, he lives here in Oregon. Uh, he actually used to shop at my comic shop in Milwaukee. It's nicest dude.
0: No
2: nice. joke.
3: Yeah.
0: Wow. And seeing the cool. brain, I mean, can't really can't really beat some of the uh, the witty humor in no.
5: that. Oh yeah, no, I mean this is I mean for me, like I said, all like Freakazoid is oh. included in that.
0: And what am I? Well, Freakazoid wasn't technically part of Animaniacs. It aired back to back with the Animaniacs, but it was still it was the same cartoon style. I mean, Freakazoid is on my list also. So <laughs> you know. I, I did break it out into its own show. Yeah, it, you did, but not me. One of my Pinky and the long
8: Brain long. episodes was actually, they're <clears> making fun of this recording of Orson Welles <laughs> doing a, uh, a commercial for Frozen Peas. <laughs> and aside from when he actually swears, it's almost a word-for-word word, uh, copy of the actual recording, like Orson Welles was drunk off his ass and goes in to record a, um, a commercial for frozen peas and just berates the voice director and tries to correct the grammar and stuff on uh, the script. And then they took that audio recording of this like breakdown, uh, that Orson Welles had while filming a commercial for peas and he made a pinky in the brain episode of it. Cause the guy who voiced brain, of course, is doing an Orson Welles impersonation for Brain's voice. But aside from, like, the swearing that they, of course, had to change because it's a cartoon, it's almost exactly word for word. <laughs> if you actually, like, Google search the uh, Orson Welles P commercial.
5: <clears throat> that is funny. Um,
0: Wait, I, I think I found yeah part of it here. Let me see if I can... Some obscure outtakes. I'm only going to play part of this here, but... Let me see
8: if I can get it. And it's it's those types of things that are like, it's a little kid, yeah, it was funny, but I didn't get it until I was older and actually learned about the Orson okay. Welles okay. thing.
2: What? Could I have just one more take of oh, that? Why? I just did it right. Yeah. I, look, I, I'm not used to having more than one person in there. One more word out of you and you go. Is that clear? Yes, sir. I take, well, I take directions from one person under protest. But for two, I don't sit still. But who the hell are you, anyway? No,
7: I'm the engineer.
2: Well, why the hell are you asking me for another one?
7: Well, I thought there was a slight gonk, and I would like just like to be safe.
2: Jesus. What is a gonk? Do you mind telling me what that is? No, a bang
5: from outside.
2: A bang from outside. Oh. Can I see Mrs. Rogers for a minute, please? certainly.
0: <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead and see if I can find a match. We know
2: a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives. Every July, peas grow there. Do you really mean that? I, yeah, so in other words, I'd, I'd start half a second late. Don't you think you really want to say July over the snow? Isn't that the fun of it? It's, it, if you can make it almost when that shot disappears, it'll make more. I think it's so nice that, that you see a snow-covered field and say every July peas grow there. We know a remote farm in Lincolnshire where Mrs. Buckley lives. Every July peas grow there. We <laughs> aren't even in the fields, you see. We're talking about them growing, and she's picked them. Yeah. <coughs> what? It's totally October. I don't understand so, you. Then when must what must be over for July? Um, when we get out of that snowy field. <clears throat> well, I was out. We were onto a can of peas, a big dish of peas. When I said in July. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yes, always. Always. I'm always past that. <clears throat> yes. Well, that's about where I say in July. You emphasize so a bit. Here's in. The
0: the pinky and the brain version of it.
5: Half second later. Don't
7: you think you really want to say July over the snow? Isn't that the fun of it? <laughs> I think it's so nice that you see a snow-covered field and say every July peas grow there. Um, <laughs> we're talking about them growing and she's picked them. Well, we
2: want to be out of that snowy
7: field. But I was out. We were on to a can of peas, a big dish of peas when I it was <laughs> well. Oh, sorry. Yes, always. <laughs> I'm always past that.
2: You are? Yes. Um... Can you emphasize a bit in, in July?
7: Why, that doesn't make any sense. Sorry, there's no known way of saying an English sentence in which you begin a sentence within and emphasize it. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll make cheese for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's idiotic if you'll forgive my saying so. That's just stupid. In July. Impossible. Meaningless. <laughs> it's kind of I love thinking of the thinking brain here. You aren't thinking...
5: It was my fault.
7: I said in July, if you could leave every July. You didn't say it. He said it. You're a friend. Too much directing around here. All right,
2: why don't we move on? Um, <laughs> Andy Maniacs 406-859, <coughs> take
5: two. Oh, my God. All right. Okay, so, we're going
2: to run the pic. <laughs> Stop. Stop it, Just, it, just,
5: just smart writing. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Yeah, anyway, um, the this next one is a toss-up. Yeah, I can't choose, and I'd have to do a flip coin to f- figure out which one it would be. It would be Cow and Chicken or The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy.
0: See, that's that's tough for me. Right? I, it's very tough. I mean, I like both of them. They're pretty similar like <clears throat> kind of feel, too, like, with the random obscurities mm-hmm. and... You know, the slightly darker tone on everything, you know. (laughs) I don't know. That's tough. Maybe you'll just have to come back for another episode and make a second list. (laughs) Right? I'd have
5: to do a, like, I just... uh, But this next next one is um, Dexter's Laboratory. Mm -hmm. Who hasn't watched or liked or grown up with Dexter? Damn it, Diddy!
0: I love that episode where uh, he falls asleep to the hypnosis tape, but it skips. <laughs> yeah. And he's trying to learn French. And the only thing that he learns is the phrase, omelette du fromage, <laughs> which is cheese omelette. So then he spends the rest of the episode referring, like answering every question as omelette du fromage. Oh, I that's think perfect. And then his, he blows up his own lab because he can't
5: speak normal English anymore. <laughs>
3: I think my favorite episode is when you finally uh, get to see the lifestyle of his arch nemesis, the other, you know, oh yeah,
5: yeah, scientist
3: character, and like throughout the entirety of his day, everything is in the same rhythmic pattern. Like his alarm clock is like beep 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 beep. beep. He's brushing his teeth, brush 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 brush, and then he like he's talking to Dexter, ha 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 ha. ha. I'm like, well, that explains something.
0: Oh, man. Well, what about you, Jesse? What's your uh... What's your list and the whys? Alright,
8: so my list I kind of broke it down um, half were cartoons that when they were new episodes I absolutely loved getting up early to watch them had to see every every new episode when it came out and if I missed one I was like totally bummed out so uh, even though there's not actually that many of them um, the Uncanny X-Men cartoon from the 90s I think they only made, like, three seasons or something like that.
0: Yeah, they did up to, was it Dark Phoenix?
8: Yeah, uh, Days of Future Past, Saga, stuff like that. Um, But the fact that they basically used the existing comic books as the storyboard for the animation.
0: Aside from adding in Morph.
8: Yeah, there were a few additions, uh, but there were ones like, I actually had the comic book for uh, Tooth and Claw, uh, the episode where he fights Sabretooth up in Alaska, mm-hmm. and it's almost exactly the same.,
0: uh, plus one of the best intro theme songs ever. hands down. Oh, hands yeah, down. you hear that, and you just get pumped
3: mm-hmm. for a non-lyrical intro. I mean, like as a kid, like you're used to having lyrics in your songs, and all of a sudden they start busting out this X-Men theme song. You don't need a damn word in it because it's just rocking you out the entire
0: time. Hit it for me, Steve. i gotta I gotta find it real quick here, but we're totally. We're gonna
3: do this. I have something I need you to
0: translate for me. Uh, damn it! Wrong video. On. Come on. It's trying to pull up.
3: I will do this
8: acapella if I have to. <laughs>
3: that and, uh,
8: it was the same the BGM version of it in the X Men. Uh,
3: To go to like a world famous concert hall and this is not one of the songs they played, I would just not be as happy as I possibly could have been.
0: I think that's like the first most recognizable theme song of an animated series from my childhood, followed very closely by Beetlejuice. Mm. Beetlejuice Beetlejuice. animated theme song. But continue on.
8: So, second on my list, I had to put Thundercats. Uh, just because I used to watch the show all the time when it was new. And then again, when it came out, when they played it on Toonami, and just brought back all those memories. Um
5: Thundercats. Oh. Snarf.
2: Snarf. Snarf. Yeah, and- snarf. <laughs> snarf. Snarf. <laughs> snarf. Fuck you, Snarf. Shut up.
8: And, uh, plus it's uh, great to hear, uh, the voice actor who plays Lionel now does so many cameos and other things, and, like, he'll voice himself in, like, uh, the sight gags that are in, like, <coughs> Family Guy episodes, so it's actually the same voice actor poking fun at a previous character he did. <laughs> and? And third on my list, I had to put the G.I. Joe cartoon. Uh, oh, that was another one that, along up. with, I was that one and Transformers both were on around the same time. Uh, but I like the GI Joe one better because I mean, you go back and you watch Transformers, and some of the episodes just were off the wall, batshit crazy. No, I, tr- I tried, <laughs> I tried, and it was it was pulling teeth. Yeah, uh, but G.I. Joe, like, there's, I forget what channel it is, but some somewhere way up there in the uh, high, like, 800s, there's a channel that plays nothing but retro cartoons late at night, and it will play stuff like G.I. Joes and Transformers, so occasionally watch a random episode.
5: 800 channels,
8: huh? Yeah, and... Uh, I'm, not
5: to, I'm not to find that
8: and the G.I. Joe ones, aside from the cheesy morals that they try to instill in you, like, yeah, it's a violent cartoon show, even though they never actually showed people dying, really. It's like they blow up an airplane, and everyone happens to have a parachute and <coughs> bail out, and no one ever shoots the guys like coming down <laughs> on the parachutes. Um, but it did have, you know, they kind of horseshoe those moral lessons in. in the, but, of course, now you can't say... Uh, and now I know, without people wanting to say, and knowing is half the battle, that's like deeply ingrained in my psyche. It's like
0: a almost Pavlovian response. <laughs> or me immediately trying to char- chime in with, the other half is red and blue lasers. Pew, because pew, Because I have to do it every time. It's like OCD. Red and blue lasers. So. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs>
8: So, fourth on my list, I had to put uh, the real Ghostbusters, which um, I believe you brought up on your list before or the mentioned The real
0: Ghostbusters it. or the new real Ghostbusters <laughs> or the real new Ghostbusters <laughs> or...
8: Yeah, yeah, I forget which one it is, uh, but the one that was based on the movies. Uh, Where
0: Slimer was their friend, right? Yes. Yeah, it, he okay. was like mm. the Scooby-Doo of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters at that point, yeah. yeah. The real Ghostbusters.
8: You used to watch that one all the time. Oh, yeah. And I think that was another one that they just kind of ended it without any, like, finishing the storyline. It just it stopped.
3: <clears throat> well, the second movie came out, and then they did a couple more episodes that had some of the second movie parts into it, where they had, like, the slime guns and whatnot. And then after that, like, they just kind of stopped it after maybe a season or two after the second movie.
8: Yeah, I think it was more of just so they could have a way of uh, making weird toys that didn't actually exist in the movie and tie them into something else Ghostbusters related. So it was more of a marketing ploy after a while. It worked. Cartoon was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so for Uh, my last four on the list, I went with, uh, they're all from Disney Studio cartoons because Disney used to have, before they had like, a Disney channel that was on cable where they put all the Disney stuff now or um, I forget what it's called now the Disney XD channel that's just all the action uh, stuff they have because they own the yeah. novel now so all like the Avengers uh, um, X-Men, Spider-Man, all of that's on that channel now. But they used to have that block of like uh, two hours of after school tar- cartoons where they oh. had like the Duck Tales and stuff like that So
5: DuckTales
8: had to put on, of course, Ducktales because that one kind of kicked Tailspin. it
5: off.
8: I was never really a big fan of Tailspin. I thought that that was the
5: matter with you.
8: You would have been
0: shunned out of our last episode. We would have like kicked you out of the My house. My problem was we that all sang one. the theme, so we took a, a break to sing the theme song.
8: See, I watched it, but more of just because it was on in the tam- same time slot. So if who it was, if the, I had another. Who the
5: remote the most? You or Jesse? Well, see, oh, that's the thing it's is, it's is when these fighting. were
8: on, yeah. I think me and Steven had our own room with we had a, like an old black and white TV that we had brought up in the room these, that we used these to are watch things the cartoons that we on. Could agree
0: on. You know, these these cartoons we could agree on. Them.
8: And it was I, I I did watch Tailspin, but mostly because it was either that or like Judge Judy or <laughs> it was <a> Divorce Court. <laughs> and there was nothing else on at that time dun, dun, dun.
1: slot.
8: Uh... So, but I did like also Rescue Rangers. Mm. That was another good one from there. Um, There's So
5: many, it's hard to choose all of them.
8: And a, again, that's one of the cartoons that um, has Trace McNeil in it. Which, if you don't know her, she played Gadget in yeah, Rescue yeah. Rangers. Which also was like Dot in the Animaniacs. Um, most recently, I think she probably <clears throat> you under uh, recognize her as Mom from Mom Corp in Futurama. Oh. Huh. Uh, but she does a ton of voices. Um, she was in the Animaniacs. She was also things like Mindy's mom, that was always like, you know, whenever they drew an adult, it's like you see him from the knees down, yeah, and that's yeah. it. Um, almost all, any random and female no voice in it. Nurse. Yeah. What about the nanny from Muppet Babies? I'm not sure about that one. Well, what good are you then? Hey, hey, I'm not a walking IMDb, so give me some slack (laughs) Well, why not? All right, next cartoon. Uh, The the last one that I had on the list was the Gargoyles cartoon. Mm, Always a solid. Which, one of the other things, speaking of voice actors I like about that, is almost everyone who is in the main cast of Star Trek The Next Generation played voices in the Gargoyles cartoon.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. I like the fact that uh, the guy played uh, Wharf is in a bunch of cartoons. I mean, Michael I'm, Dorn. Yeah, Michael yeah. Dorn, <laughs> Dorn.
5: so uh, much. I am Weasel. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody remember the Godzilla animated series? Oh
0: yeah, with Godzuki and you know, like the little button that column. Yeah. I'll... I try not to remember it. <laughs> personally.
5: Godzilla and Godzuki.
8: Uh, yeah, that one should go on. Like, if we made a list of like, if you were going to be strap down and watch cartoons like. If you know, were to like Clockwork, clockwork Orange style. somebody, what
3: cartoons did you run?
8: <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to brainwash someone with horrible cartoons, forcing their eyeballs open, like making them watch it. Which ones would you pick?
0: We'll do that next time. <laughs> which is a perfect segue into Tony. What list do the? Oh for man, us here? yes, it actually is a perfect segue because be I like prepared, to
5: prepared people. Because not know what he's talking it
3: about. It's gonna
0: be okay. So, Some of this stuff may be too obscure for YouTube.
3: <laughs> well, You can find all this on YouTube. Anyways, so you all know from our last episode, if you listen. Break
5: That's break.com.
3: <laughs> you all know that uh, I, I have a pattern and a reason behind everything that I do. So it's, it's now 6 in the morning. I'm waking up. I'm partially awake, not really knowing what's going on. And I want to start my day with something smooth and simple. And he's Asian. Break it down for us, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and so I open up the day with the new adventures. Of Gigantor, which starts up just like how Steve's going, boom, 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 boom. Gigantor, just ease my day, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the colorized version, so a lot of you guys that didn't like the black and white version from the last time, you can kind of get into the colorized version, um, after Gigantor, you know, like, I'm starting to really, you know, get my brain juices flowing, I'm getting ready to make breakfast, and I want something, you know, to get me, you know, rocking and getting me excited for my day, So I start playing James Bond Jr. That's right. James Bond. James
0: Bond Jr.
3: Him and his buddies and his Hawaiian surfer dude, his buddy IQ, not Q, IQ, all driving around in their van solving crimes.
0: Super racist.
8: It's been so long since
5: I've seen that. (laughs) James Bond Jr. I
8: vaguely remember they did a lot of things with a wrist video watch. Yes.
5: Mm
0: Hmm.
3: Um... So after that, I think I'm going to have me some SWAT cats.
0: SWAT cats I can totally support.
3: My bowl of cereal is down, and I'm rocking me out some SWAT cats. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm pumped. The cats are on jet planes, motorcycles, and launching custom missiles. Uh, Followed by SWAT cats, I'm in an action mood this day, so I'm going to follow SWAT cats with some more kitty action. Give me some wild cats. Jim Lee, no actual cats involved. (laughs) (laughs) Covert action teams. That's right. Also, great theme song. And as you know, I'm a huge fan of theme songs, so a lot of these are gonna have great theme songs. Um, following Wildcats, I wanna I wanna ease it down a little bit. You know, knock it down a notch and get real. How real? Real Ghostbusters. Real, but not just the real Ghostbusters. Are the new real Ghostbusters? That's right. The punkified version with one kid in a wheelchair, one goth girl, and one random nerd person.
5: With the, Egon with the Spengler same is their style teacher. Is Ah, uh, real monsters?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So that was that was some like I I love the intro to that <clears throat> real cartoon. I like the storyline. Like the character had some s- deep death. I mean, hell, the girl who was all goth like was being haunted by her ghost grandmother. Yeah, that was jacked up first episode. Uh, after the real Ghostbusters, you know, I still I want to stay real. I want to stay real, folks. And so I move on to. The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. That's right. The new Real Adventures of yeah. Johnny Quest, which hands down has one of my favorite villains with one of my favorite lines, one of my favorite backstories in any cartoon I've ever seen, and that's Ezekiel Rage. I've always been a fan of Ezekiel Rage. He was uh, first introduced as a villain who is kind of represented as a false prophet-type character. He has a cult following where it's, you know, they all follow the Book of Rage, and all of his things are all like, so says the Book of Rage. Well, like 20 episodes later you find out that the Book of Rage is actually a photo album and what happened was he was a he was a spy they got burned out in the middle of wherever he was at and he had brought his family with him and during the burning process they he was trying to escape the area well his family got caught up in the mess they all got killed he escaped and now he's pretty much angry at everybody hence the Book of Rage in huh. fact the um, Book of Rage also Race Bannon's daughter is hot <laughs> Jesse Bannon come on guys Oh yeah! I, don't I have remember don't know. having
8: a yeah. uh, uh, crush on Jesse. Bannon. Dude, you know, I mean, that red hair. Weird to have a crush on someone with the same name, though. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's actually why I started going by Jay instead of Jesse. Mm. Is because I had a girlfriend in high school who was named Jessica, and her family all called her Jesse. So she started calling me Jay because it was weird for her to call me Jesse.
3: I can see that. <laughs>
8: Uh, yeah, that'd be a little. Weird. Oh yeah, Jesse. Oh yeah. <laughs> it sounds uh, wait, like you're what? like some sort of narcissist masturbating.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so continue mm. on my Saturday morning lineup.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm following up the Real Adventures of Johnny That's Quest with morning
5: uh, uh, right there
3: with Jackie Chan Adventures because yes. I want me some action and some martial arts and some mysticism and I love me some Jackie Chan
0: plus jackie chan does all of the voices for jackie chan which is awesome (laughs) it's yeah right seriously i just love the fact that it's like jackie we need to get to the temple and do the thing and then jackie chan comes in and you can't (laughs) understand a single fucking word he says but he's like oh we're gonna do the temple and we go it's me jackie (laughs) you're like what Jackie. What, I thought what, he only did the
5: voice acting for the
6: first season. Uh, yeah, after yeah, that, he after just did that. the,
0: letters, yeah. to the uh,
5: letters from the viewers
0: thing at
8: the end of each episode. Yeah. All
0: of the intros. It's because during the whole first season, nobody could fucking understand him. <laughs> <you. laughs>
8: then you just get, like, a horribly racist white guy doing a Chinese guy impersonation for the rest of the series. Yes.
5: James, where'd you go?
3: <laughs> okay, so uh, we're wrapping up. My breakfast is done. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm getting ready to start the day it's like 10 o'clock at this point and I have to actually you know like get
5: out of my Tony what be honest with yourself you're never ready to start your day
3: no which is why my next move (laughs) my next next, uh, show is the Mystical Knights of Tirnanog what is that you ask oh let me tell you about the Mystical Knights of Tirnanog oh here we go so if you don't have any history with Fae and Fae knowledge Tirnanog is uh, an Irish uh, basically existence or plane that uh Some of the Irish uh, Celts and gods and goddesses go. Um, So, three random teenagers, let's say they have attitude, three teenagers with attitude, accidentally get transported into the mystical realm of Tirnanog, where they are given mystical powers, or suits, if you will, to fight the forces of evil. That's right, Power Rangers in time.
0: Wait, I think I found the intro here. Let me see if this will play.
2: Oh it's my goodness!
5: no, I remember this,
0: that. It was Celtic music the whole time.
5: <laughs> this is it's so cheesy, like dude. Classics.
0: You guys ever seen that 90s intro remake for uh, Game of Thrones? I'm pretty sure they based it on the mystical... <laughs> you, you guys Mr. told Ternanag me this was Saturday Morning
5: Cartoons. <laughs> I didn't know I could... It's, I would have I chosen, like, oh, also, Beetleborgs. Oh, Beetleborgs was my last episode.
3: Yeah, I chose Beetleborgs.
0: This is another one of those ones that was made by Saban yeah. that was just like, we need more money. <laughs> Let's do another program. So after the Mystical Nights of Tirnanog,
3: I want to I wanna, I wanna get real. I want to get serious. I want to get within myself and sensitive. So mm-hmm. I'm going to rock me some Sailor Moon. Okay. That's right.
5: Yeah. Yeah, because there's two types of men out there. The kind that grew up watching Sailor Moon... And liars. <laughs> Preach, <Damien. laughs> Preach,
3: You know, if you ain't got respect for Tuxedo Mask and the Moonlight night, y'all can get out of my house. I ain't, yep. I ain't got time for you. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time for you.
5: So You can't go, oh, yeah, you watched it. I had sisters. No, that's bullshit. You watched it because you liked yeah. it. You woke up at six in the morning like I did to watch this. And if you woke up earlier than six o'clock, then you watched Pup Named Scooby-Doo, which played before
8: this. Remember? <laughs> Yeah. Now, I remember <clears throat> they put Sailor Moon on Toonami in after school cartoons, and that's when I used to watch it.
0: Yeah, we Sailor Moon was on right before Dragon Ball Z.
3: Oh, see, I, I watched it back in the day.
0: See, that's like, how they sucked you in.
3: In the mid-90s when the when Dick was rolling it out. Deek, whatever. Deke. They're,
0: they're dicks because they got rid of a lot of yeah. good-ass shows.
3: Um, and then finally, after Sailor Moon, I need to redeem a bit of my manhood. And so I end the day with my mature episode of Clerks, the animated series.
0: Leonardo, Leonardo.
3: <laughs> Welcome to Leonardo, Leonardo.
0: It's sad that they only made like six episodes yeah. of that, eight episodes or whatever.
3: Just, it was so good. If you guys haven't seen Clerks, get out there, buy the DVD, it's cheap, it's worth it. It's Kevin Smith, the guy's a genius.
0: Both of them. And then send email to Kevin Smith repeatedly telling him that we need more seasons. <laughs>
5: Oh, I, I imagine oh, I, he'd, he'd make him if he could. I'm surprised he made a cartoon series out of that, because that mo- both movies are outrageously inappropriate. Mm. Mm, so is the, the cartoon. <laughs> the,
0: the cartoon series actually ended up getting made, uh, I read, um, pretty much because of Brian O'Halloran and, uh, what's his name, Jeff? Uh,
8: Dante and Randall.
0: Dante and Randall. Yeah. It was made specifically for them because, um, I guess Kevin Smith had talked about originally doing like a mall rats cartoon or something. And he was talking to Brian O'Halloran about it. And he said that, you know, Oh, you should do clerks instead. And Kevin Smith was like, how am I going to do a cartoon of clerks? You know, that's, it's the most serious movie we have out of the whole group. I mean, hell Dante was supposed to die at the end of it. You know, like, what? Do, how do I do this? You know, mall rats is a couple of kids hanging out in the mall. <coughs> I can do a ton of stuff with that. But what about, you know, what, what's with clerks? Wait, and I he guess, was
5: supposed to die at the end?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Dante was he supposed dies. to die. How? how? Somebody comes in and robs him and
8: shoots him. Yeah, yeah. The original ending they filmed. And because, as he's dying, uh,
0: he's supposed to say, I'm not even supposed to be here today. And then he dies. Uh, oh, wait,
5: wait, the first
0: movie? Yeah, yes, the oh. black and white one.
8: Because it goes off of that whole line, he's going off about how he likes um, Jedi versus Empire. It's like it ends on a down note, and that's what life is—a series of down endings.
0: And then he does at the end, but apparently but not. Then uh, Brian O'Halloran was talking to him, and he's like, "Dude, you can do Clerks about literally anything you wanted to. Just call it Clerks so that it's recognizable. Have us come in and voice everything." And then have it be literally whatever you want to. So he uh, talked to Walt Flanagan, who is a comic book artist, has done stuff like Green Arrow and other things that Kevin Smith has worked on, and said, hey, would you be interested in animating this show? Bada bing, bada boom. Leonardo, Leonardo.
3: (laughs) Seriously, guys, if you haven't seen Clerks, the animated series, and
0: you're mature (coughs) adults because it's not for kids, watch it. It's worth it.
5: Yeah.
0: All right, so now, now onto my list. Mine is in no specific order, no particular order here, but includes a lot of shows that I wasn't able to include on the last episode that I really felt like needed an honorable mention. So I threw them all together into this list here. So I'm gonna start it off with Reboot. Mm. And uh you know, that's just super cool is the mix of CG and animation, you know, that sort of stuff just it ended up being really highly entertaining and it was just techy enough that, you know, me being the computer nerd that I was, was slightly entertained by it, you know, going like oh, what if there are little things that are living on my computer? And, you know, so That
3: you're killing every time you play video games? How does that make yes. you feel, Steve? <clears throat> I feel
0: alright. We'll, we'll right. just have all to right. leave
5: it at St. Peter to judge that part.
0: <laughs> yes. uh, from there, I'm going to move on to Samurai Pizza Cats. Because it was an American dub of an anime that has zero goddamn point to it. It's like, it's the most random thing that you could possibly find. Every episode is different and worse and better (laughs) and frightening and hilarious and all of it all at the same time. It's like, if you... Took the people that do Hello Kitty and gave them acid and told them to animate something. That's and, Samurai Pizza Cat.
3: And <clears throat> threw in some Centurion in there for some reason because the Centurion's are like, all right, you got guys in suits.
0: Wasn't Go. also
8: done
3: by Saban?
0: I think it might have been. Uh, the American uh, voiceover was done by Saban. Ah. The original series was not. And then I'm going to move on to Johnny Bravo mm. because. I think it taught us a very very important lesson in life which is don't skip leg day (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know plus you you had all the uh, the the Gennady Tartakovsky style animations that you saw in Samurai Jack Dexter's Lab stuff like that Powerpuff Girls you know it all kind of came out with Johnny Bravo as well but Johnny Bravo Mm. was uh, it's kind of again like a a Bill and Ted type thing Mm. except you know, Like, he, he acts dumb a lot, but then he would do intelligent things, and that caused the stories to play out in kind of unexpected ways, which were really fun.
3: So for all of you ne- back-in-tuners that don't listen to Above the Airwaves normally, we had a Bill and Ted Adventures uh, episode, and we talked a lot about the fact that these two guys were uh, surprisingly smart, just
0: lazy, really lazy. Excellent. So you should go back and listen to that. <laughs> And well, I, yeah. uh,
8: I love the Johnny Bravo uh, Scooby Doo crossover episode.
0: Oh. I also like the fact that Johnny Bravo, every time he moves, he makes a noise. <laughs> so if he like moves his arm, it's like whoa, whoa, <laughs> 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 I just imagine there's a guy in a recording booth that's doing all the Johnny Bravo noises, and it's just like, okay, can we get another series of who's, who, <laughs> who? <laughs> Alright, now has. <laughs> ha, haws. Ha, ha. Alright, now together. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> hours on end In that. <laughs> ha, hu, hu, he, hu, hu, ha. From there
5: <laughs>
0: I'm, gonna go, <laughs> I'm gonna go into what I was talking about with Damien earlier with uh with Freakazoid. You know, Steven Spielberg. It's just super well animated i thought the storyline behind it was kind of decent uh you know introduction of different freakazoid villains was just it was always weird and hilarious and they were amazing go check out freakazoid you can find pretty much all of it on you speaking (laughs) of
8: voice actors it's another one that i love the voice actor for is cosgrove oh yeah if you don't know who he is the guy from up
3: oh the old man from up yeah yeah
8: Uh, He is the guy who plays Cosgrove in that series, and he seemingly will do any sort of voice acting work he's asked to do. (laughs) Um, I think he also played uh, that one really weird character called Granny Goodums on the Superman uh, TV uh, cartoon show.
0: Is that the, the, the Superman cartoon show that had Mitzel yeah, uh, Spitlick in it?
8: Yeah, that was voiced by Gilbert Godfrey.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my
5: God, Gilbert Godfrey.
0: Uh, from yeah, there, no. I am going into quite possibly one of the greatest cartoons that has ever existed, <clears> and this probably should have been on my prior list, The Tick. Oh, The Tick. Earthworm, Earthworm Jim. Sweet, happy, muddy, cruddy justice, Arthur. You know,
3: there will be no just the pieces for you, just, just a big piece of justice.
0: That sort of stuff is just amazing. Uh, I don't think I really need to explain why else yeah. that is amazing. No. Just go watch the Tick. You can find it. There's 35 episodes of it. You can find them all mm. online. They're literally all on YouTube. Watch them all. They're amazing. I am the Mad And man, Bob then watch man, the, the Tick live action series. And if you really feel like punishing yourself after that, you can watch the Amazon pilot for the tick. But or, from or there, John
3: Johnson, you'll enjoy that more.
0: I'm going to go into a little Batman Beyond. Oh, yes. Um, I am pissed that they just stopped Batman Beyond, like mid-series, because it, you know, the... I liked the old Bruce Wayne story because that ends up leading into the Batman vs. Superman stuff, like the actual comic book Batman vs. Superman, not the movie, where, you know, old Bruce Wayne ends up building the mechanical suit with the kryptonite to be able to kill Superman and actually does damn near kill Superman, you know, proving that it doesn't matter how feeble he is, he's still better than Superman and he will kill him if he has to. I think that's the one where um, he throws Superman into space with a nuclear bomb and when Superman falls back down to Earth, the radiation has literally like makes him look like he's a withered corpse and then Batman uh, depending on which comic you read um, Batman either nurses him back to health to make sure that he's at optimal health before he kicks his ass or batman uh captures him and holds him in a kryptonite cage until he decides to let him out and then kick his ass <laughs> so either way it just shows how awesome batman is but that's the batman beyond batman i imagine that if it would have kept going they would have eventually had to progress into some of those storylines I do remember Um, one of my favorite lines
8: from the Batman Beyond uh, was this one where um, the villain was some sort of like sound engineer guy, and he was trying to make Bruce Wayne think he was insane by using like hidden microphones and speakers to uh, think he was hearing voices. And uh, Bruce Wayne says, uh, the voices kept calling me Bruce, and in my head, that's not what I call myself. (laughs) Uh. Shway, shway.
0: In my head, Umba Man. <laughs> I think Jerry just me?
8: looks at him and says, "But that's my name now."
0: <laughs> <laughs> After that, I'm gonna go into Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> you know, and and the only really disappointing thing I have about that is four seasons. You know, they they could have stretched that out. They probably could have done it to no, to eight. No, they
5: the only disappointing thing about that is the movie. <laughs>
0: What what movie? Yeah, let's
5: it's leave like it at that. It's like the
8: live-action Dragon Ball movie.
0: <laughs> oh, sh- Although I said the interesting was. thing about the movie is that all of the people that voiced the characters, with the exception of uh, what's his name, the guy that played Rufio in Hook, oh, um voices the uh, the Firebender. Yeah, I know genre, you're talking uh, about uh, Zuko. Right yeah, with the exception of him, all of the other characters were all Nickelodeon children voice actors anyway so they actually played their roles in the movie so that's why the voices are the same despite Hmm. live action
3: I think one person could have saved that entire movie and it would have been completely out of order the guy
0: that shot M. Night Shyamalan before he made it no Uh, Toph, Toph would have saved that movie (laughs) yeah Toph could have saved that movie you guys shot? no I said uh, (laughs) the one guy that could have saved the movie would have been the guy that shot M. Night Shyamalan before he made it
8: No, Toph, even though Out of Order would have saved that movie because Toph just... Damn it, Toph's awesome. Yeah, I wish they would go back and make more of the Uh, original Avatar instead of, like, the skip ahead into Avatar Korra. I wish
5: they would have correctly used the names. Mm,
0: Yeah. That is... I, I don't know, there's a lot of mistakes that I think they made that they could have hashed out if it ran longer. You know. Speaking of shows that could have ran longer... My next show is Monster Rancher.
5: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: this is a super unfortunate one where uh, we ended up getting one season that aired on US TV. And then when they re-released it on DVD, they only released eight episodes of that season. It's 23-episode season. So we got 23 episodes out of the 73 or 79 that they originally released or licensed. So... We literally like they left off the last episode of the first season, never got released, so we never got our finale. At least that would have kind of wrapped it up a little bit, and then we ended up getting screwed because you know no multiple seasons after that. So, but don't worry, they released
3: the first CD. Yeah, eight episodes at select WalMarts.
0: The only down, you know, or the only real redeeming factor is that we got the Monster Rancher games. Yes. you know, those are absolutely amazing games. Yeah. Uh, from there, another show that was canceled that should not have been canceled, The Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, oh man, yeah. that was some gold, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, it, it's another one of those like tries to teach you a moral, but does it in the most fucked up way possible. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just absolutely amazing show, and I recommend people go out watch it, which. You know, teaching fabulous morals brings me to the last entry on my list: just King of the Hill. <laughs> you know,
5: for
3: a show that felt so super redneck, it was super educational sometimes. It was I love like more relatable. I yeah. love the
0: fact that everything in it was realistic. Like even though it was a cartoon, it was a cartoon medium. They could have done damn near anything, but they kept it all realistic because. <clears throat> They like Mike judge said that he wanted it to play out like you were watching a sitcom, but animated, you know,
3: <laughs> to the point to where there was like infidelity with the with Dale's
0: wife. And I was like as a kid, like you don't get that, but growing up, you know, you're like, holy crap, yeah. plus you know that intro that <laughs> you know every it, single time it. it's amazing, and then you Damn know, just some it. of the stuff that's in it like. Uh, the, the episode where they're going camping, right? And it's like it, it's they're they're just getting up, and Bobby runs out, and he's completely naked with his shirt, or you know, bottomless with his shirt pulled down. And He runs over to the laundry hamper right as uh uh it's getting set down, and he he grabs the underwear and he sniffs them, and he goes, hmm, fresh underwear. Puts them on really quick, and then Hank Hill looks down at him and goes, ball. <laughs> Six in the morning and already the boy ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> and then later in that episode, they they're doing this like, you know, Boy Scout style sleepover out in the woods thing. They're supposed to be going out and, and doing some like, you know, hunt some mythical creature that's supposed to just be like, oh, it doesn't actually exist and, you know, it's just team bonding experience or whatever. But some whooping crane had gotten out from the zoo like exotic whooping crane and they end up finding it in the woods and Bobby beats it to death with a stick and then Boomhauer is trying to tell Hank about it later when they're staring at a dead whooping crane and he's like Boomhauer what happened Boomhauer looks at him and he's like man Bobby didn't went into the bush with a stick and then whack 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 and that dead man And Hank just goes, "Uh, "All right, get my shovel." (laughs) And that's it. Like that's just how they deal with it.
8: I love some of the uh, things that you don't pick up on unless you watch like all of the episodes or just the certain clips. Like Boomhauer, for example, it never says what his job is, except for one time it shows him set down his wallet. And it folds open, and there's a um, Texas Rangers badge in there.
0: Well, so there was Boomhower the
8: one episode. Is a Texas Ranger.
0: There was the one episode where he was the exterminator. He had the extermination van, and he went with um, Dale
3: because Dale's uh, an exterminator.
0: Yeah, but uh, they, they literally they both pull up in the the vans next to each other. It's yeah. Boomhauer and Dale, and then they go out, and it's um, God. I can't remember the 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 chick. Um, it has been so long since I've seen it, but they both pull up. They end up like exterminating something in her house and finding somebody handcuffed in the basement or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was. Hank's dad's there and <laughs> the vet, and, anyway. <clears throat> and then the super racist neighbor next door. Oh, con! Oh, you Hank Hill.
5: <laughs> so are you Chinese, or Japanese? I'm not
0: Ocean. What Ocean? <laughs> No, it means I'm from Laos, you stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how it feels to wake up in the morning like a big stupid dummy. Oh, God,
5: I love that show. <laughs> Man, my, my dad and I just, just watch that all the time.
0: <clears throat> this is just proving the point, kids, that it's not racist if it's really funny.
6: <laughs> it's
0: racist if it's funny. But once it becomes really funny, not racist. So I think that wraps up all of our list, though.
5: Yeah, yes. Yeah. We like to sell propane and propane accessories. I'd like to
3: thank Jesse and uh, Damien for joining us today with the uh, back in tunes and helping Michael out. We appreciate that.
0: Yeah. So uh, if you have any suggestions on uh, cartoons <clears throat> we may have missed or other Saturday morning programming, we may have missed
3: or want to discuss all the theme songs of my great cartoons that you want to talk about.
0: Or if you have a plan on how to actually take over a television network, <laughs> You can hit us up online. Build
8: super soakers. <laughs> yeah,
0: leave us questions, comments, feedback, and until then.
1: Welcome to Back in Tunes, the perfect Saturday morning edition. Uh, This week we have Avery with us, who, if you've listened to the show before, he's done a couple episodes of this, but he's also on my other show, Comics on Infinite Earths. Welcome back, uh, Avery. Hey
6: guys, how are we doing today?
1: Alright, so if you have not listened to this little spin-off of Back in this basically it, uh, if you were in control of your own television, pro, you know, program, whatever you want, any type of animation, you can even do some live action, as long as it's kind of like in that Saturday morning realm, um, and it also includes primetime animation, what would you schedule? Uh, you know, do you, are you an early riser, or just sleep in, so you're only getting like maybe four hours at best of TV, then you're going outside? Or were you like one of those, like, oh, the sun's up. I'm getting up and I'm watching every single scrap bit of Saturday morning before my parents kick me out of the house. Uh, each person is <laughs> wildly different. And we were discussing this right before we went, uh, went live. Um, I was the guy that slept in on Saturdays. Were you an early riser?
6: Uh, for Saturdays, uh, Saturdays was a weird one. Because, uh, like, the lineup, like, the majority of the time that we were, like, when I was a kid, I would watch kids' WV. And that one started at 9. Wow. In the morning, yeah, that was started at nine. So you get at uh, now. I do know they like if you look it up, it says like eight to eight to eleven or so. But uh, that was like those first two shows that came on at eight and eight thirty weren't really like part of the 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 headliner. It was Animaniacs. It wasn't anything. It was like older shows. But like the actual good show started at nine, and then at twelve they would they was show a movie or something like that. But like nine to twelve was my prime time. That was what I was up.
1: Yeah, when I was a kid, Fox to do that. Like, you would have cartoons starting at 6 a.m., but a lot of times they were just like repackaged old Looney Tunes or something like that, or something that was like a syndicated cartoon. And then you mm-hmm. would get to the meat, the actual legitimate Fox programming at 8 or 9.
6: Yeah. So, and it, not only that, uh, let me see. Besides that, uh, there was Kids WB, which I grew up on. And then if Kids WB was playing something I just really didn't care about, I'll flip over to ABC Kids. And they would have uh, they have Pepperan, um, the what is it? Lloyd, the uh, Martian Kid. Uh, they had a bunch of little stuff like that, and uh, like that was what I would watch until like the next good show would go on. I yeah, did like that.
1: You you probably grew up in an era where Saturday morning cartoons were very selective stations. Whereas when I was a kid, every station had their own. You know, UPN had its own, uh, USA. Mm-hmm wb fox and of course the big three networks you had tons to deuce from i feel sorry for any kids like now or maybe 10 years ago they don't have a saturday morning they just have either the cartoon network which is animation all day or maybe Mm -hmm. nickelodeon and that's it they don't have that all right let's look through the programming what do i have okay so i'll start off with this maybe move over to that (laughs) let
6: me um because it wasn't until i got older where cartoon network actually tried to do like a saturday morning type thing and then Nickelodeon soon followed suit, but um, I know there was Fox Kids that was added much later for me. But the two that stuck around the longest was ABC Kids and Kids WB, and then like I said, Fox Kids came later on, and uh, that's actually when they they actually had some really good shows on that one. And I kind of teetered off that way because uh, what was it? Kirby had his own TV show. Oh, right. uh, I, I I loved playing Kirby as a kid, so. When I saw the TV show, I, I fell in love with TV show. Yeah, I think
1: Ultimate Kids, Muscle. <laughs> I think it was called basically the Four Kids Network, which was a syndicated yeah, package. Go. Um, they're the last of the Saturday morning blocks. That's exactly what that was. Um,
6: but they, like I said, they had a Kirby Ultimate Muscle, uh, the Sonic uh, TV show as well, too, um, Yu-Gi-Oh, <laughs> and One Piece, like. That was, uh, I think, that was my first official taste of anime from One Piece uh, that four kids have.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, I think I missed every single one of those. <laughs> I don't think I saw. Those <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, by then, I was like starting to discover, like you know, what was on the Cartoon Network after eight o'clock. You know, some of the more oh. sophisticated <laughs> alternative, I guess, animation you would call it. Um, so, what do you start your morning <laughs> off with?
6: My morning started off actually around maybe. I would say it started around, let's say nine. It started out at nine. Uh, if if it were up to me, if they said, look, you can do whatever TV shows you want to do, have whatever episodes, uh, I would start off at nine. It gives everybody plenty of time to wake up, relax, whatever, get adjusted. And the first show that would come on would be my all time favorite cartoon. It would be Ed and Eddy. Oh, nice. I love, I love that show like it's i literally have two other brothers and and we would do crazy things and i just look at it and my mom would watch it and she'd be disgusted but she she would laugh because she's like that's all three of y'all right there <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: we did ed and eddie i think back in march and i felt terrible because i had only seen maybe a dozen episodes and my co-host he knew the show inside and out every single plot line every character's little nuance and i'm just sitting there going Uh, yep. Uh, sure. (laughs) You you know what? You just carry this episode because I am failing horribly.
6: Carry the episode, man. You got this. But, um, not to, not to get too much into it, it, it does have, it does have some bit of continuity, but then again, it is kind of over the top. Uh, they are very self-aware. They break that fourth wall. Like, it is, uh, like, as a kid, you watch it for the fun and the hijinks, but then as I got, when I got older and watched it, I'm like, Yo, this is this is actually a really well written cartoon. <laughs> this isn't just this isn't just stuff that's just thrown at a dartboard just to see if it sticks, No, It's actually pretty well written. So I will start that off at nine and the first show will be edited. Um after that, it'll be around 9 30. I, I sat there, I debated with myself. It was a toss-up. Originally I said, I want to do the original X-Men's cartoon. I said, No, I want to do X-Men Evolutions. Or the 1990s Spider-Man. 1990s uh, Spider-Man was the first comic book series I had ever seen on cartoon, like in a cartoon form on TV. Anything. Um, my dad watched it. My mom watched it. We all watched it, and I was just like, "This is amazing." <laughs>
1: yeah, it's um, uh, ex- pun intended. Amazing Spider-Man. Um, if I guess if it hadn't been for the Batman series taking off, I don't think they would let. Uh, the Spider-Man series dives so far into its mythology. Have karaoke you know, like the arcs, you know, would go on for episodes, which you know you would see later in Justice. Um, but you see a lot of the C and D level characters in there that wouldn't get their own series a few years earlier. And you Marvel did. really embraced the, that that universe.
6: Like that, I think that is one of the things. It's like uh, that cartoon series, like you said, it embraced characters from all over. Uh, that was. And then they did crazy crossovers because in one episode they actually did like their little secret wars. It was like four, five episodes or so. The Beyonder was there, Captain America, Iron Man, the X-Men from the X-Men uh, cartoon at the time, Fantastic Four. Everybody was there. I'm just like, as a kid, one minute you're watching Spider-Man, next thing you know, you're watching everybody.
1: <laughs> you know,
6: Everybody. It's like, it, it, it was literally...
1: event well it's where it made up for where um i would say amazing spider-man and his friend or sorry spider-man and his friends failed where there was no continuity (laughs) where at best you got maybe the big top tier villains like green goblin that was it and it exhausted itself i think that spider-man cartoon could have gone on much much longer but i think they got cold and when they did spider-man unlimited which i know has fans but i did not like it at all
6: that is so uh My thing is this. It was out of those two. Now, the other one that I would have picked would have been out of, uh, it would have been X-Men Evolution. The reason I picked that one over the original X-Men was this. Uh, X-Men Evolution had, in my opinion, just a much better character development. Like, you actually saw, they actually introduced characters into the show. Um, They would be good one episode, slightly teared off to the bad side. and The next thing you know, they are on the other side. And then they come back to being good characters. You've seen the backstories for a majority of them. It was equal parts character development, equal parts just in-your-face action and story. It was It's, it's a complete series.
1: Because uh, some episodes... Sorry, the the design work on it, I think, is, and I know this is blasphemy to a lot of people, I think it's infinitely better than the ninety series, which was of its time, whereas X-Men Evolution um, had a a look towards the future, not of that moment.
6: Yeah, and I think, here's what it is, I think that is like the pinnacle of like, hey, if we're going to do a comic book series on TV, have it animated, uh, this is how you would do it. Because, like I said, some episodes would be a continuation from last week, and it's nothing but thirty minutes of fighting, or it might just be thirty minutes of story. It, it might it might be a comedic episode. It might be a sad episode. Everybody had character. Everybody had a backstory, and their backstory over It was literally like reading the comic book, and that was I think I enjoyed that the most. Um, but X Men Evolution definitely a really good one. I think they even had a spin off of that one. If I thought. If memory serves correctly, I think that's been off. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't Um, remember (laughs) that one. After that, after that, it is now now 10 o'clock. I'm probably working on my second bowl of cereal. Speaking (laughs) of, here's here's something I thought about. Here's something I thought about. I remember as a kid, um, French Toast Crunch, the the, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch counterpart, it was little pieces of toast. And I love that cereal. I remember it's I love it. They
1: brought it back temporarily, I think two summers ago, and I just grabbed they, a crap ton of boxes.
6: They did. Now here's my thing. I don't know, maybe maybe it was just nostalgia, but when I got that box like last summer or so, right? It didn't taste as great as it did before. Well
7: like, I think a lot
1: of it's now they're I, adding more chemicals, more flavorants to cover up the fact that it's shoddy food. I, I don't you're right, a lot of the stuff <laughs> they bring back is not the same.
7: Because
6: I remember here's here's what it was. I remember it being sweet. I remember it being, you know, real nice, real sweet. And I'll get so excited to eat all the cereal so I can drink the milk. But when I did it again, you know, when they brought it back, I was just like, This milk tastes like this milk tastes trash. You know, I I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't like it. I felt so defeated. I'm you know, like, I sat there and I waited. I debated on um I debated on spending $40 and getting the Canadian version on Amazon one time, <laughs> I said, and
2: did
6: you? I think I should have just,
1: I think I should have did that. <laughs> okay, so I just feel like, this is a tangent real quick, but I just noticed that Kellogg's now carries Strawberry Tiny Toast, which is supposed to be maybe. their version of like the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Where, like, whatever flavors you haven't done yet, we're going to attack. It's not
6: very good. Strawberry didn't. I mean, let's let's. I, I'm gonna hold out. Maybe they'll somebody will uh, rip off the cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, now that I'm older, I still eat my Master bowls of cereal. Uh, I just eat them throughout the day, and now I can mix them and nobody can say anything about it. <laughs> They're um,
1: like, I'm gonna eat this whenever I want.
6: That's the. Thing. I think uh, as far as the cereal goes, uh, the ones that come in the bag, really huge bags, malt oatmeal. I believe uh, that is the way I go now.
1: Really?
6: Uh, they they taste terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they taste
1: so good though I, I don't know what it is i, I don't know maybe they would just put more sugar in it. <laughs> the, <laughs> the um I realize that I'm getting older because now I'm starting to look at, like, hmm, granola, there's a lot of hearty quality there. Oh, yeah, I'm getting my money's worth and nutritional value instead of going with the <laughs> sugar. Oh, it's terrible. Don't get older, kids. Don't do
6: not do it because I'm I'm in between the phase of saying, I know I should eat the the, the, the fiber one, but fruit Fruit loops are right next to it. So I think we'll get the fruit loops to start. <laughs> the, ne- the next time I'll come back, I'll get the Nature Valley, and I'll be cool, all right? Did you but the ever... Nature Valley is
1: Did you ever meet a kid who would eat cereal that he was like, yeah, I just eat bacon and eggs? You're like, what is wrong with you? You're eight. You eat." I met a
6: kid. I met a kid. All he ate was Kix. And not even, he he just ate Kix.
1: That was like the one of the worst cereals ever. Yes, I would like something that tastes like a mothball and also looks like it.
6: He swore up and down that Kix was the best thing ever. And I'm like, are you insane? Like, (laughs) your parents have lied to you. I think he, I think he thought Kix was the only cereal that ever existed.
1: <laughs> you know, there's a lot of uh, the cartoons at this time that were having their own cereals. Was there ever any cereal from an animated series that you try and you're like, oh, this is amazing? And one that was like, holy crap, this is garbage in a bag.
6: I don't, let me see. I think Lucky Charms, like, I didn't, I know, like, Lucky Charms didn't have a show or anything like that, but I know, like, by the commercials, they always was there they were always on tv i think tricks didn't tricks have a tv show somebody had a TV i
1: don't show. think so i think there were just so much animated like commercials that it felt like it was a show like for years i, I was convinced know. that honey smacks you know the little frog was it called? i think it was Honey mm-hmm. smacks. um i was convinced that he had his own cartoon and i looked back I like, no i just saw the the commercials so many times it
6: was that uh tony the tiger uh was there a frosty Flakes cartoon there was okay so i'm not tripping all right now
1: (laughs) the one that i had so the spider-man uh cereal from 1994 was jaw-dropping good and every time they bring back a spider-man cereal it tastes like hell in comparison and i'm just like why did you screw up the formula
6: i think one cartoon i actually watched they actually gave a shout out to the uh, oreo cereal that came out at the time and i will say this uh the Oreo cereal was a privilege and not a right because I would I would go to the store and it's just like, you know, mom's ready to go. And you grabbed Oreo cereal and it was a lot more expensive than the other one. So it's just like, you can't get that. I'm like, okay. Oh, but yes, I saw it on I TV.
2: It.
1: <laughs> How long was this around? I never had Oreo cereal.
6: The Oreo cereal was like... Almost towards the end of the 90s, early 2000s. I know it was early
1: 2000s. I remember that. Man, I bet but, you um, they beat Cookie Crisp into the ground because I've had Cookie Crisp. That tastes nothing like a chocolate chip cookie.
6: Absolutely not. But the Oreo cereal was literally like the, it was everything that it should have been. And then the milk, of course, the milk was the part. <laughs> no, <it's not> <laughs> so it's 10 o'clock now. Uh, and I'm going to, uh, my next cartoon of choice will actually be uh, Gundam Wayne. Uh, reason I pulled that one out. Gundam Wayne was the first, besides Dragon Ball Z. Oh, I never finished Dragon Ball Z as a kid. But Gundam Wayne was the first anime that I started on Cartoon Network, sat through it, watched the first episode all the way to the end, watched the movie. I got the whole story, and I just was like, this is the best cartoon ever, and it will never get
1: any better than this. I surprisingly have never seen it. What's it about?
6: (laughs) All right, so Gundam Wing is, uh, what we have is this. We have have Earth, and then we have some people that left Earth to go establish space colonies. Uh, The space colonies got a little bit big-headed and said, hey, you know what, we're better than you guys on Earth. And so they waged this nice, years long war uh, it's devastation for both sides uh, the heroes that you have uh, are 15, 16, 17 and they all are, represent hey I was on this side I was on this side hey I'm a neutral party all the different, different walks of life uh, but the cool thing is the story was really good the animation was top notch at the time and also there were giant robots
1: now, that's always if a you. for
6: me. If you say giant robots, I'm in it. I don't care what the plot is. I will fast-forward through the entire thing just to watch giant robots fight each other. And that's what it was. The appeal to it was giant robots.
1: <laughs> you know, I have the same thing with uh, kaiju films. I will fast-forward <laughs> through three quarters of the movie until the two giant monsters are beating the snot out of each other. I'm like, this is all you need to make. Just get, I'll pay the same price for a half-hour film. Like, if you just
6: said, hey, you know what? This is Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, there's no talking, there's no dialogue, they're
1: just fighting for 30 minutes. I will give you money. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same thing for the robot. Stop talking, show me the robot. Oh, we're good, we're good. And, <laughs> and, I, think,
6: and I think they did it on purpose, because a lot of times it's just like, they would spend 20, you know, they'll spend the entire episode hyping up this fight, and you finally get the fight five minutes in, and it's just like, oh, Cliff hey, we'll start it off on the next episode. It makes you feel like you are
1: like, like, oh, come on, I could have done something else in my half hour. I I wasted this time.
6: (laughs) Um, After, now, it's 10.30. um, I would have said the original Batman series, but I think I've shouted this one out before. Uh, That 10.30 slot definitely belongs to Batman Beyond. Uh, I don't think there's any way I could explain why. I think I've explained it before. Yes, you have. Actually, that was the
1: first episode we ever did.
6: (laughs) All I have to say is Batman Beyond definitely blows in that ten thirty spot. You you um it's short, which which I don't like. So I don't know, give it a couple weeks or so and I'm already watching reruns and that's okay, but eh, it's still a really good series. Um definitely something that should be watched, picked up again. I think actually I think that Batman Beyond did come on at ten thirty on KSW. I know at ten
1: o'clock uh Pokemon came in. <laughs> Yeah. Um,
7: and, <laughs> yeah, And if
1: everybody You want to hear more about us talking about Batman Beyond uh, the episodes Up there it's um, like episode 70 or something like that it's, it's back in March Right before Batman vs. Superman back came out
6: Way before um, About the uh, Let's see and then at 1130 uh, 11 o'clock so it's 11 o'clock Now um, I think the plans have already been made of what I'm going to do Today but there's still an hour Left um, So right now if i had it set up i would do samurai jack nice. and samurai jack uh was literally a love-hate relationship for me as a kid because <laughs> i loved it i loved it but my mom hated it <laughs> oh really
1: why it was so artistic and, she, and beautiful she, it's one of the best she, pieces of animation ever made i don't know i think
6: at first she was just like no you guys can't watch that this just looks overly violent this that and you're just like mom we just watched Dragon Ball Z and we saw dude get shot in half. All right, like, come on. Um, it was a love hate relationship because I loved it. My mom hated it. My dad was just like, whatever, you know? <laughs> um, so, when I actually did get around to watching it, as um, when I got older, I was like, I'm so mad I missed out on all this because uh, artistically speaking, some of those episodes uh, have no dialogue, no sound, no music nothing until like the last couple seconds um, or whatever. It might be a funny episode. It might be an action-packed episode. It might be an episode that will lead you one way in a whole nother way. Uh, every episode, though, it doesn't seem like it. It's still in sequential order. Um, it's literally just follows the adventures of one guy trying to find his way back home to get revenge. But it's it's and that's without spoiling it because wow there there's there's plenty in there to talk about. um
1: I remember Brett Ratner was trying to do a live action adaptationist, and I was like, no 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 no. Look, some stuff mm-hmm. in animation works in live action. This you're gonna just destroy that, everything. It,
6: it does not because everything about that show was artistic. Uh, the 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 choice of music, the uh characters, the settings, Sometimes. Sometimes you saw a set and it made it, it look really simple. But sometimes you saw a set and it looked very intricate and it it was all done on purpose. Like every little stroke was done on purpose. Like if if he looks a certain way, it's because they want him to look like that. There was no corners cut. No. during the, the uh, process of that showdown. No.
1: And that was the other um, torturous thing is that you had to wait forever between, because it, it felt like it took so long to get the next season up and running because he was very, very particular about it. The only, the only, I love Jendy Trotovsky, but I wish he would show some of that style in his film work because I just don't see it in Hotel Transylvania.
6: I don't, and I think that's the thing. It's just like, you know, it, it, not not to say Hotel Transylvania wasn't bad, it's just we saw the Clone Wars. Okay, the Clone Wars cartoon may have been one of the best things that Star Wars has ever attempted. Um, and like I said, because it was still the same thing, how some episodes were artistic, some episodes were action-packed, some episodes were there to enhance the story, and, and you still had all these sides, these visuals. If something looked a certain way, it's because it was supposed to look that way. You felt a certain way because they drew it, you know, one way versus another. And I'm like, this is just it's too much. Yeah. Uh, go back to clone wars. It's like, I said, there was one episode in clone wars where there is no dialogue spoken throughout the entire time. And it's just a bunch of clone troopers going through and doing what clone troopers do best. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, I think that's like the second episode. Um, and it just shows just how, how awesome, how diverse that cartoon was. Um, if if I can, I'll try to find it and link everybody to it because okay. it, it definitely just needs to be saved. Yeah.
1: Um, that that uh, I gotta wa- I gotta go back to watching Clone Wars. I only watched the first season. I watched the movie. I never actually did. But um Samurai Jack. That's something I I believe I finished, but now I'm starting to have hazy memories, so I'm gonna go revisit that too. But I will say that of my top ten cartoons of all time, um, that is just that is. Um, and when I do, I've done one episode where I talked about pre 1980 animation being on my list. Now I'm going to do one after, you know, 1980 till now. And you're going to see <laughs> Samurai Jack on there because there's no way you can ignore that. And it's weird that how that has kind of faded away from the zeitgeist, um, whereas some other animated shows I think that are are inferior to, are still insanely popular. Yes.
6: And then for my last pick, I think my last pick will probably be my most controversial pick because I understand how people feel about the newer line of cartoons. Um, And I I get you guys. I really do. Because uh, here's something. Um, When Teen Titans came out, everybody loved Teen Titans. It was an instant classic. Uh, When Teen Titans Go! came out, everybody was like, hey, you know what? This is not well-received. Uh, the people that made Teen Titans go has never even seen an episode of the original Teen Titans. So now, I will understand why people would give it that hate, but after watching it, I'm just like, hey guys, this, this hate's kind of unwarranted. All right, let's just let's just take our rose color, you know, let's just take our rose color glasses off. Let's give it a chance because it's actually pretty funny. So I gave Teen Titans go a chance. I urge everybody else to give it a chance, but that's not the show I'm picking. The show that I'm picking will be Adventure Time.
1: Nice. The reason, f- yes, the I thought, reason I thought that it- Teen Titans was a warm up to the, like Young Justice, and I was like, What's coming? Next? Oh he no. threw, me, <laughs> he threw me for a loop. I, I had to throw
6: everybody for the little loop there. Um, the reason why I would say Adventure Time is because Adventure Tom embraces a lot of things, um, uh, that we as kids like when we were kids, we watched that, we experienced that, we felt that. Uh, but since we were kids, we didn't know what it was. You know, we felt sad, you know, for a reason, but we didn't actually understand the scope of why or how. Um, but with Inferno Chop, I think the people that came together that made that knew who their audience was. It wasn't for the 13 and 14-year-old that's out now. It's for the, it's for that kid that grew up on um, cartoons. It's, it's for that, because a lot of those episodes... Uh, the the story that is presented to you is is uh, very very uh, very mature. Um, we're t- we're talking about uh, a war in here. Uh, we're talking about disease. We're talking about we're talking about social issues today, from economic standings to uh, even things like gay rights. It's all in there, and it's just like the show. Even though a kid could watch it and like it. And understand half the jokes. It takes somebody who grew up on the Saturday cartoon to appreciate the art form of it, the story of it, the action of it. Why is this character fighting? He's not just fighting because oh, it's that time. He's fighting because there's a story, there's a motive, there's something behind it. You know, um, Adventure Time is definitely it's a couple seasons long. Um, it it, it jumps back and forth there's past there's a present there's a future there's alternate timelines uh it it gets crazy and i think that even though i know how people feel about the new cartoons that are out today definitely if you have to give one a chance give adventure time a chance if not adventure time give regular show a chance because that show is hilarious i think
1: i think the animation of i would say of your youth and currently, um, they're more focused on the expansive world and you know, the stories are all interconnected. When I was a kid, finding a good cartoon was very, very difficult because a lot of it was just like, well, who, uh, what celebrity is open to doing a cartoon? You know, crap like that. You know, a known property. And none of the stories were interconnected. It, literally, someone could basically just be like broken to bits in one episode. Next week, they're completely fine. There's no, you know, cause and effect. Uh, you know, it's called the G.I. Joe rule where you're in a plane, they're all shooting lasers, and of course it blows up, but they come out in a parachute, you know, just uh, it, where nothing really <laughs> has any weight is what I'm saying. It was all just generic fluff, poorly animated generic fluff is what I should say, and then all of a sudden the 90s come around. And it kickstarts this revolution, which still carries on today. Of this independent uh, way of designing something, for one, the looks—the look on each cartoon is so wildly different. And two, that the stories matter, even if it is just meant for kids, it still has a weight.
6: It still, it still does have some weight to it. Uh, uh, other cartoons, like I said, other cartoons that are out now that have some nice little weight to it. Uh, I uh, audible mentions, I guess, for that last slot would be, uh, like I said, regular show because. Regular Show is in its it is as pure as a cartoon and a game. There is no, there is no uh, continuation to it. There is no moral to it. It's literally just good, clean fun. And if my dad, who sits down and watches the news all day and sports, you know, goes out of his way to watch a Regular Show all day, uh, that's pretty much the mark of a good show. For me. Nice. Um, <laughs> Gravity Falls is the is will be the other show that I was considering, uh, because I do like my shows with a bit of sci fi in it. Um, and Gravity Falls is perfect for that little kid who can't just watch X Files, who can't watch X Files just yet, but
1: you See, can watch that kind of mythology, you know, without T. Hall. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Why is that so disgusting? Why do I feel like throwing up? You know, why is there a tape monster?
6: <laughs> what's my what's the Illuminati?
1: <laughs> you, know, <laughs> oh. you, you know, so. Gravity Falls
6: would have uh, uh, almost took that spot, but uh, we'll we'll just leave it there. But like I said, now it's... Here's here's the best part about Saturday. It's now 12 o'clock, and the WB has advertised that, hey, we'll be playing this boring movie that you've never seen before. And your mom gets excited because she's like, I haven't seen that movie in years. Get out the house because I'm watching this movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember... We used to have this tiny, tiny little TV, and it was all black and white. You know, it was like a, a six-inch TV at best, and um, they would kick me out of the house, and I would play baseball for maybe about a half hour, and then I would just sit there in the back, back uh, backyard or whatever just watching TV uh, in black and white. I don't know. I could be doing stuff, but I'm like, nope, just going to sit here and watch TV outside. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. I
6: think uh, one, of the, uh, one of the things that I did do, because uh, as a kid, sometimes we had cable, sometimes we didn't. Uh, I know a couple of those times my mom would kick me out the house. I'm like, alright mom, I'm going outside now. And I'll go to a friend's house and he had cable so we watch Cartoon Network play some games. Uh, that was that was actually uh, the highlights right there. Yeah. <laughs> and you come home, it's like 7 o'clock where you've been all day. I was outside. <laughs> <laughs>
1: alright, so that is, is, is any other honorable mentions before we go?
6: Uh,
1: I think the last Honorable
6: mention that I could do is a show that I recently picked up, Steven Universe. Steven Universe is definitely um definitely more in your face with the more popular topics of today. And when I say the popular topics, I mean the awkward topics that nobody likes to talk about.
1: Huh. I've never even heard of this one. <laughs> what channel is this on?
6: Steven Universe is Cartoon Network. Is oh.
1: Is it really new? Because yeah. my uh, cable provider pulled Cartoon Network, and i have been furious because I'm, I need my—I I watch Adult Swim a lot, and I really love the Eric Andre show, and I need that. Fixed oh my! And I'm pissed. <laughs> I can't watch it. Uh,
6: I would put an Eric Andre on there, but this is a Saturday morning cartoon.
1: Yeah. yeah well, also, Eric it, Andre so. isn't animated. It's okay. Here's my problem with Adult <laughs> Swim. Adult Swim started off with like these kind of punk rock. Uh, do-it-yourself cartoons and then all of a sudden like six or seven years ago they're like yeah we're just gonna do mostly live action stuff now and just show family guy reruns which (laughs) as if you listen to the show i have huge disdain for family guy um so i just basically don't watch adult swim except for that little chunk where eric andre is and that's about it
6: i i share your somewhat disdain for family guy because sometimes it's sometimes it's like brilliance you know sometimes it's in your face with what they want and what they want to say yeah uh and then other times it's just like okay that was that was pretty dumb like simpsons did that one already <laughs> right. I, I was
1: completely on board the first four or five seasons of family guy and then he just kind of exhausted me and then i feel like he stretched out his talent his writers uh by doing american dad and the cleveland show all at the same time and i'm like okay maybe you got like one good episode out of every six because you've stressed yourself so thin um, I guess that maybe you know that Family Guy is kind of like the only thing now that he has, right? Is that the only
6: running? Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I know the Cleveland show was done. Uh, I know Family Guy, even though they said they were going to cancel it, uh, it's, I mean, that's, that's almost like the running joke of that show. Um, <laughs> even though they, the they said they were going to cancel it, it's, it's back on, there's new episodes, there's, there's new characters and I'm just sitting here like, uh, you guys killed Brian and they then kid? you brought him back. Oh. brought <laughs> him back um it was it was a it was a cheap way to it was really cheap like i can't even
1: just it was (laughs) bad right all right um before we mander off into another topic um (laughs) that is it for us here at back in tunes thank you avery for doing this episode with me um if you like our little uh you know what's the word i'm looking for here um our chemistry i guess if you want to say that uh, we're gonna be coming back with c two of Comics on Infinite Earth in March and you can check us out some of the previous episodes we did for season one, but they're really sporadic, and I promise C two is gonna be more regular instead of one every uh <laughs> I'm sure I tortured you with that. I'm very sorry.
6: Oh no, it was, I, I think it was I felt the worst about it because it's just like when I make when I make an appointment I do everything I can to meet that appointment, but boy, when, when your job wants you, they will they will yeah. find a way, like
1: uh. <laughs> it, it's the life of retail we have to do what we have to do this is just for fun um, so check out those old episodes get ready for season 2 which you are pretty much curating the list for I'm just going to like uh, try to find what you want to discuss and that is pretty no much it here um, that's it everybody be excellent to each other now more than ever and have a good night
4: we're All out guys, guys.
0: Take it easy